Warning, MCLIN may or may not be a fictitious character. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, hello, hello. Hi there. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Tools Garden Radio. My name is Kisley. This is Yen, and there is no Ed. Where is Ed? I don't know. Lost oh. in a holiday paradise or something. Yeah. Oh, but oh wait, we have an upgrade, right? We do have an upgrade. It is uh, uh. new and improved. Uh, doesn't quite match the beard though, but that's a longer story. So oh, I mean, Ed doesn't have a beard now. He shaved it off. Oh, he shaved it off. Okay, but then mm -hmm. it's a perfect match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with us today, actually live with me here in Copenhagen, which might, if, if the sound is weird, then it's because we are another sort of partly live <laughs> episode with more than one person on the same microphone. But mm -hmm. with me today is Stephen Ryland of the Blastors of Thulu fame and other fame. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, man. How are you? I'm doing super well. I'm excited to, to, join, to join you all for the, the podcast today. Oh, it's absolutely a blast to get you. Yeah, or I think I, I've, I've, I've talked about you on a sort of at least by by episodely basis, um, <laughs> and of the various uh, successes and tribulations we've had with the with the blast doors. It's great, great to finally have a voice with a person Jan has been describing to us. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, Stephen is uh, is is having a little summer vacation here at my place mm -hmm. for a couple of weeks, um, and we have uh, we even have an X-wing tournament. We do on Saturday. Ooh. On Saturday. Oh, so nice. the, the the one and only that might come, that might be others, but we don't know for sure. Uh, Storkhead to hit Denmark uh, is being played uh, this Saturday. Oh. And the one and only. The Imagine one and only. if Stephen won it. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> and it's not. It's not. It's not that unlikely. I would say so. Um, but in that case, we are all scrubs that deserve it. So. Uh, yeah. So I think that is fair. Uh, also, actually, I, we have a little sort of pre-tournament event at my house uh, the day before, where we're going to be playing Children of Mandalore. Because somebody got hold of that kit. Oh, nice. We haven't got any of this in Iceland. I've asked for it, and he's trying to get it, but both the Mandalore pack and the Store Champ kit, but it's apparently very hard to get. Okay, but anyway, um, there are, you can easily find like a, a copy of the rules insert, and I don't think any of the components will be too hard, too hard to, you know, replace. No, replicate. sure, so. sure. But I, but I like that alt art. Yes, you Sabine. do. That Sabine, Sabine alt art. Is, Sabine is sweet. Yeah, it's really it sweet. is very sweet. Yes. So, um, 
Uh, let's start with the guest questions because yes. Steven obviously hasn't been here. Fire away. Fire away. Okay, so basically four questions in the beginning here. Who are you? Where are you from? Why are you here? And what's, what makes you actually special? Um, so first question <laughs> is where, where am I from? So I'm from oh. the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, question two is what? Uh, why are you here? Why am I here? Yeah. Um, was <laughs> so I was super excited to um, when Don, when Jan came and, and visited uh, the United States at Adepticon. Um, mm -hmm. That um, was uh, was really excited for the the chance to to, to be able to come to, to Denmark um, and enjoy mm -hmm. enjoy some uh, some fun Euro European weather in the in the summertime. Okay, nice. And then next question was. Uh, what yeah, I think, I think adding on, special? adding on to that, I mean, St Stephen is here because it's the podcast night, and he was in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very true. <laughs> true. Yeah, and what makes you X-wing special? Uh, what makes me X-wing special? Um, yeah. Now you gotta think. So, I think one of the things that I mean from a, a very early, early phase in, in the game is that I, uh, I am not a medalist flyer. In fact, I would probably be the, the exact opposite. Uh, <laughs> so I can remember the, like the first large tournament that, that I had the chance to go to, which would have been Adepticon 2019. And I rolled in with, um, Scum Han and the, and the Falcon and undocked L337 and Boba was Slave 1 before people knew that Slave 1 was good um, and went 5-1, um, 5-1 five and one, five and one that weekend um, and beat Quad Phantoms to, to make it into the cut. So that was that was a whole heap of fun. And then I can remember the first time I had the chance to meet Jan um, <laughs> and it was for a, a like an online team tournament over the pandemic that um, was being run. It was like the Steel City um, squadron out of the UK. And um, I was running uh, Boba and 4M3As. And when Jan was doing some, some list analysis for us, um, he's like, I don't see how Steven's going to win any of his matches. And, and, like, um, and our team made the cut and flew quite well. And then the second iteration of the, like, that was hosted was another team tournament. Um, I had a list that Jan's like, this is worse than your last list. <laughs> um, and it was one of those things in the cut. I was flying against, um, was it who's the UK player? Yeah, it was essentially the the Steel City guys. Yep, I mean, and, they're pretty good. I don't remember. And I was flying against uh, Boba Fenn and, and and took um, took took that that list to town. And Jan was Jan didn't know how as to how I managed it, but um, no, it was uh, it's always one of those things where. Um, yeah, I, I definitely fly my own type of lists and I've had, I mean, a good amount of success doing it. So I think that's what uh, part of what makes me X-Wing special. And then I think the other component to it is that, I mean, a really fun way to, to give back to the community is is giving out um, alternate art cards. And so I would say for, I mean, over four years now, I've been I mean, designing and um, having alternate art cards printed out. Yes. And um, it's something that I enjoy doing a lot. And um, it seems that, um, whether it's I mean local local league nights or, or tournaments that I go to, that the folks are really excited about those cards. And I even had a friend that went to, um, I think it was just before the World Championships, like went to 
the the Sith Takers um, tournament, and he's like, yeah, like um, there were lots of people that had their cards on the tables, and I've never been to the UK before, so that was uh, oh, that's cool. It was really surprising to hear that that like a place I'd never been to, like like somehow my cards had made it, and that people were using them. So nice. um, yeah, Class. same yeah, you, thing. I, I gave you I mean, some time ago. I sent you a pack for for the rest of you, if I remember correctly, Easley. Oh yeah, of, uh, we we, a, we, we have a some serious lump of uh, Stephen Soldar. Yes, absolutely. Many have absolutely. been made since, but <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. But uh, in my defense, then uh, the name does that in you know in the higher tiers of a team tournament event, beat beat Boba Fenn was Kaki and the four Inferno ties in X Wing two point Oh, nice. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. Um, but I'm just, yeah, every rule has an exception and, uh, Steven is the ex- exception to meta analysis. Yeah. I mean, I, I often say it's, it might often be better to take, uh, like a janky list that you know extremely well, than just to pick some meta thing, because I mean, it often comes as a, as a surprise for other people to fly against it. Often yeah. they have prepped against those uh, medalists. So if you know your list inside out, know how to fly it, and you actually prep with that list against the medalist, you can do, do really good. Yeah, for certain. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, which is why I always, I mean, I'm definitely not a list builder. So I kind of take the med- medalist and make them a little bit worse, but with my <laughs> flair on it. Like, this is worse, but it's mine. mine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, which is why, I, like, I put Pusa back in lists now. I'm not sure that made it worse. Oh, Pusa back is not good. <laughs> Pusa back is great and so much fun. Uh, he just dies. <laughs> but anyway, more guest questions. What is your favorite spaceship in either Star Wars or X-Wing? I mean, X-Wing is obviously Star Wars, but... Sure. So, I mean, in Star Wars, it would have to be the the Super Star Destroyer. Um, yeah, I think it's, like, from a, a very young age, the first time I just saw that on, like, either on the big screen or just watching on watching on TV, it's, you know, the size and the scope of that thing is just, it's it's massive and amazing. Um, I mean, I it's, say, it's, yeah, so it's as, as epic as it gets, right? Exactly. Um, I would say in, in, in X-Wing... Um, I do really love the fire spray. Um, I think it's one of the things that when I first, um, from probably not long after I started playing the game, that um, came like came across the fire spray and like started flying boba. And um, no, it's just I mean it, the it's such a unique I mean um, such a unique model um, and. And obviously, if like from one point to two point the, the the chassis upgrade of like we're gonna give we're gonna give this a, like a one hard, which just doesn't doesn't quite feel right on the on the medium base that's white. But um, <laughs> no, it's just it, it's a super fun ship to fly, and um, and just the I mean, I mean the number of different pilots that that are all really quite good and, and bring their unique flair to it, um, and and then the the different crew combinations that you can have for it. It's just um, <clears throat> there's such a I mean. Um, from a list building perspective, there's like there's there's no shortage of of of, of good options of what you can put on it. Um, no. to, and 
Um, and so the combination of the chassis and the pilots and the like and the upgrade cards that you can combine with it is just it, it makes it a super yeah. fun ship to fly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one question about the fire spray. I mean, uh, at least in two point I felt like the fire spray was like uh, the jump master of one point it was basically you it, I, you're not I, wrong I, you're not wrong I, on that I, I, either you hated it yeah or you like clopping baby seals no i can still yeah i can still I remember mean, i mean because I, I started 1.0 right at the the tail end of um like jump masters being the the plague of of, of all existence um, yeah. So I can definitely remember that. I don't think the fire spray is quite as bad, but it's 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 definitely pretty close. Oh no, it's absolutely not. there. They should never have given that thing boost. Oh no, <laughs> definitely not. Okay, so one final question. Um, if uh, that's the, this is the most fun one. If you were an upgrade in the game of X-wing, what upgrade would we be? I would go with uh, with hopeful. Um, it's uh, oh yeah yeah. It's one of those things where um, I feel. I mean, especially like where where the game is is at now and where it's where it's come from. That mm -hmm. I mean, I've always like I've always held on to the that the game is is going to continue to grow and evolve and um and I think at the end at the end of two point is in a good place. And I think it continues mm -hmm. to, to, to be in that. Um, yeah. I think it's also one of those things where um, I can remember when I first started playing that, I mean, there are a lot, I mean, that there are a lot of I mean, established players at the stores that I went to that, that really took the time to, to vest, like to vest into me, which gave me hope that like I can get better and good at this game. And um, it's definitely something in, in the local stores that, that I go to, to, to vest into into younger players and to really get like mm -hmm. offer that encouragement that like like you are like you are continuing to get better at the game and um mm -hmm. and i think it's um i think it's a big part of the community is to to really i mean invest into the the, the players that that you have a, a chance to um engage with on a consistent basis and so um i think it's it's also part of the reason why like you know why i enjoy making alternate art alternate art cards mm -hmm. so much because it just it brings um you know a joy and a uh, that hey, this is a really fun game, and um, I feel like Joy and Hope are, are really, really interconnected in that way. So I'm going to go with Hopeful. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. It's a, I mean, it's a good message, and I, I gotta say, I, I agree on you. <clears throat> sorry, with the altars. I mean, I've been making altars for years from since 1.0 basically, as well, and it's really fun. Like just to give give them out to your opponents, to people. To people at the at the game store, as prices, you know, people always enjoy it. For certain. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah, guest questions are done, Jan. Yes, they are. You that's, can speak now. Let's get into the news. <laughs> so, it's so is there news. any news at all? Um. um I don't think we have any new announcement. Um, I should probably no. check uh, Atomic Mass Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, meanwhile, we can talk about, is there any other news? Well, I have two kind of news. I mean, me, Aetland, Steppe were flying in the 
Legacy Team Tournament. Um, and we actually, we got paired up because me and Abbe had been like, we have been, had been yelling at the TO just to pair us. We want to, we want to like play team versus team. Yeah. Yeah. And, and basically, so he, he paired us against Nobby and Akter and, oh. and Ben. Yeah. Australians. Yes, yes, yes. I played Ben. I, I did him quite nasty. Eik did Khan quite nasty. Well, Nobby won, but I'm still going to trust Nobby because we actually kicked, kicked him out of uh, top four and <laughs> kicked him out of the cut. Wait, and we, wait, wait, we, wait, but shouldn't we, we shouldn't we, we, shouldn't we trust, we trust Teddy for losing? Uh, yeah, I mean, we won as a team, right? I'm not going to trust Teddy for losing. We knew we, but, we kind of knew he would lose. Okay, because but, he had but lost. Are you, are you then saying that, that being paired up against Nobby was the equivalent of being thrown under the bus? No. Because that would be massively disrespectful to uh, Nobby's teammates, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as Steppe is saying in his defense, he knew it was 2 and 0 and he just jousted with aces. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ah, okay, yeah. fair enough. So, uh, I mean, so, so you let him keep some honors, Debbie. Uh, I that, think that that's, is, that, that's fair. That's, that's still not an excuse because uh, Del Cromwell has been doing that for years. <laughs> just just with this. True, true, and but but he's winning with while while doing it, I guess. Yes, um, true. Okay, so uh, we we found out that the Northern Ireland is better than the slightly larger Southern Ireland. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's say that. And yeah, also I'm 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 playing in the in the Sith Taker League as well. So five rounds are done. I have two draws and three losses. I'm trash. That's really good. How many of your draws were actual games versus, uh, oh, we couldn't find the time to meet, so we just took a draw? Oh, so the first draw, we couldn't find the time. Second draw, uh, the guy couldn't play that week, and he was going to concede to me, and I just, let's just make it a draw. Whatever. Doesn't matter. I'm, so you owe in free. Doing good, yeah, I'm all three. I'm all three. So, so and this was an interesting run. news item about, on one hand, how Iceland is good, and on the other hand, how you are bad. But you were good when yeah. you were on the team, but you're bad oh, no. alone. It's it's the difference between 2.0 and 2.5. Ah. I, I can pretty much find a way to win in 2.0 every time. But in 2.5, I've been flying uh, Empire. I'm just not sure Empire is any good right now. But 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 wait, when you were down here, you beat all of us. You went home undefeated. You didn't lose a single game that weekend. That's true. But you know who, what guys I was playing against, right? Yeah, you're right. I'm playing worse. Rune, <laughs> okay, sure. I, I played against Rune, and I beat Rune. So that's a that's great. Oh well, I, I played I played one good. Good game. You want good opponent, yeah. You, yeah. Did, you did complain about my list, though. I made it worse. Oh, God. But that's a story for another time. Okay. 
Let's move along. Uh, yes. we, we do have a little uh, settling. Um, you challenged me in our Thule challenges, yes. uh, which was a very weird challenge about uh, making sure that you got enough hugs from yes. pink people while you were here. Yes, yes. And, and I got uh, a bunch of them. You really got almost all of them. Um, mm-hmm. So you had Rune, Jakob, Christian... And we even ran into mess uh, in the game yeah, store. So, exactly. So that is a near perfect record. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so, 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 do I pass? Did you have yeah, enough hacks? You absolutely passed. Oh, and me also. So it's actually even more. Yeah, five people. Okay. In, in that case, I'm going to issue a new challenge. Oh yeah. And it would be obvious to issue it to you because because you're sort of here. But I think we should punish Aid for not showing, so therefore I'm yeah. going to issue it to him. Absolutely, I agree with that. We 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 should take notes because um, <laughs> just write it down and just to write it down so we don't forget. <laughs> um, so basically, um, in the recent past, uh, mm-hmm. one of the stables of the X Wing community has sort of disappeared with uh, with with Fly Better. Putting down their microphone after mm-hmm. I don't know how many episodes, uh, but a lot and for a long time, and um, mm-hmm. and I think we should honor them uh, in our own particular way uh, okay. by uh, another uh, copycat segment challenge. Oh, so I want it to make. Uh, uh, sort of prepare and execute a segment in the style of Fly Better and whether he wants to do a jank tank, a random pilot of the week or random upgrade of the week or some other thing that at any point Fly Better slash Minox Squadron have done, um, that is sort of up to him. Oh, yeah, I like but that. But it's sort of an interactive segment where we all participate, but uh, he does all the prep work. Mm-hmm. I so like it. That I is like my it. challenge cool. to aid. I like it. But with those news, by the way, uh, about Fly Better quitting podcasting. Yep. Uh, they're a complete uh, podcast. I think that's, that's the expression, right? Yes. Yeah, they're a complete co- podcast, but... With those news, I think I have it correctly that we are the second longest running X-Wing podcast out there after Gold Squadron. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If well, yeah. For basically, time, like for time, you're probably right. I think we've been I running mean, longer than the Sith Takers that are still active. Yeah, absolutely. We have. But they have more episodes because at some point they recorded like three times a week. Yes, exactly. And I mean, stay on target records an episode like every six to nine months or something, just a single episode when when Gordon needs to like breathe. Yeah. Puff. So yeah. And, but but it, on the other hand, it could hold. also be the crates. Because they also like that. I don't think they have officially made their last episode. No. But then again, they're sort of like us. We just have content. 
yes. And when was the last X-Wing episode they did? I mean, because I, I remember them doing like uh, uh, Star Wars Squadrons and... and I think they have made one, one 2.5 episode. Okay. <laughs> so so that, that'll tell you. That's like a yeah. year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All cool. right. So. Then, um, yeah. I, I figured that we should uh, we should talk a little bit about these new uh, these new starter packs because uh, that is actually news that we have passed the release date. They yep. are now available in the stores. Uh, mm-hmm. When you visited Denmark, what is it? Three weeks ago now. Yeah, um, they had it. They they had it. They didn't want to sell, sell it to us because we went. We no. haven't reached the store date. Nope. Um, so. Um, so I was thinking that we should talk a little bit about them. And I know you have some beef, Gisli. And uh, when that beef is done, uh, Ed and I previously sort of went through and speculated a little bit uh, as to what we knew back then uh, mm-hmm. on this big question about, like, if you are an existing player, do you need mm-hmm. to buy this pack? And, and the um, only objectively new thing in there is the standard loadout card. So I want to go through yeah. every single standard loadout card and just say, yeah. "Oh, is this even like in a? Is this even marginally competitively relevant?" Yeah, but that also um, depends on if, because I know no, it has been asked in the official forum rules forum if you can basically. Build the standard loadout and yeah, save and you standard loadout. It has been oh, answered I, in the official rules forum that in oh a formal level event you cannot. Oh God! Which you know, if I know X wingers, then that means that in most events you cannot. Yeah. Like okay, so, yeah. this basically means that you know any event where they say you must show the original card if asked, uh, then you cannot. Okay, that's okay. Then, then here comes my first beef, because AMG, <laughs> AMG clearly stated you will be able to build it. No, and just look. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't say and, that. They say you won't oh, need to buy it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But it's still you. You never need to buy anything. But you know what their intent was by no, saying no, no. that. No, no. But I mean, and you, and I, you, I think, and like, if we take Vader for example. You can't build it. It's not possible. No, no, no. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. First, beef up those backs. Beef up what? Oh, yeah. Me. Okay, yeah. So it's it's my beef against the new upgrade cards. Because they are obviously made as to be like pretty to look at. So basically they changed it in a way um, uh, the back has full art on it with, which looks really really good. Yeah it does. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they changed the text box but the text isn't larger in any means. And they put the charges in the place where you normally tuck them under your other cards. So, although they look better uh, for a game 
perspective, I don't like it because A, having the uh, full art on the back while it's cool. And I mean, I, I, I've loved the alt arts they've made that are like that, but it makes organizing slightly worse. Yeah. Um, I hear you on that. All, I, I hear you on that, Geasley, because yeah. there's so many tournaments you have, such limited table space to, yeah, to and, get your cards slotted in. Yeah, exactly. And and then they have the like the the charges and stuff like that on the gray area, which where you tuck in, and that's that's like something you wanna have visible, and you want your opponent to have that visible because there are so many cards in X-Wing, you can't memorize them all. No, that that's true. I mean, the argument, I guess, is as long, mm-hmm. as, long as we're only talking number of charges, then uh, the charge tokens will be lying on top of the card. So you yes. only really need to know that number on setup. And you should yes. know that number because you built the list. So, yes. I, I, but, you're, but, but there you're are also might, actually might other information out there, such as, is this a recurring charge? Yes, exactly. And, and um, I've... I poo-pooed this uh, design decision a little bit. I was like, who cares? doesn't matter. I remember my mm-hmm. charges. Mm-hmm. But I then realized that, like, if I think back to my world's experience where I flew too many ships and now I'm flying even more, mm-hmm. uh, and you sort of you put them up and then you take your big bundle of charges and now you're just sitting like, okay, I need to put charges on a lot of cards because I need to set up quickly so we can get going. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there I am looking for uh, the charge uh, markers mm-hmm. uh, to yeah. know that uh, I'm supposed to put a charge token down here instead of mm-hmm. like going through every card and, and thinking, does this thing have a charge? Yeah. Um, so so I see that. Uh, but I think more importantly, you do have some things like uh, Cutthroat, which actually came up in a conversation Steve and I had yesterday. Um that specifically has a, a text that says, "Oh, you may, you know, recharge something that has mm-hmm. a, that that does not have a recurring charge." Mm-hmm. And, and this little recurring symbol is actually something that you may reference during gameplay, both to see yeah. like does it recur, but also mm-hmm. to like see, yeah, other things. So basically, yeah. I agree. If you have these charge cards, you can no longer tuck them in. No, which is sort of the net result. So mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. I think the yeah. the back having full art instead of just having you know symbols. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have so many cards that when I know I organize, I would never just you know flip them over and sort them by the symbol on the back anyway. Yeah, I um, do that all the time. For example, because yeah, I think I mean. I think for the pilots it's super cool, um, but oh, yeah, sure. yeah, for I mean for upgrade cards it's you know, limited information, and then the space is like I mean for me like the no, space no, but, issue uh, would be would also yeah, be challenging on the back. Yeah, but you, no you, space you, you, issue, right? yeah, but you still had the faction icon on the back of the pilots as well for organizing. So do you? Uh, oh yeah, you do. No, I think no, you have no, full art now. Not not on the new ones. I'm talking about the old ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so uh, uh, that's that's my that's my beef with the uh, the new altars. I mean, they look better. I agree because they were probably made specifically for aesthetic 
like looking at. Yeah. And I mean, I like the altars, and I'm 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 not mad at it. That okay, oh, like I've seen many people say, but what about what about my like altars that I won? Now every card is like that. I mean, who cares about that? Yeah, yeah. I don't care about that. I don't think that matters. I would be more worried if they, and it would get worse if they start putting even more information over there on the gray area, because mm-hmm. we've yeah. only seen a limited number of cards. Mm-hmm. And like, let's say you had a card that added an action. Mm-hmm. If does that go over there now? Yeah, exactly. And it really shouldn't, um, mm-hmm. because you need that stuff visible. So, yeah, uh, as far as the text size goes. I think that is just future proofing that allows them to actually reduce the font size and have more space if they needed more space. But if they don't need more space, then they might as well use this big text as they can get away with. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with them like making the text larger. Like that's like great. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um cool. That's that uh, that's not looking at the uh, um, at the at the standard loadout pilots and and just go through them and and you know compare them. Oh, so God, uh, in this case, wow. I have outsourced all the work to Stephen. Oh, okay. So starting with starting with rebels, um, we'll start with the uh, uh, the Y wings. So we've got uh, Dutch Vander and Horton Psalm, who are both. Uh, who are both four points in the uh, their their standard loadout, um, mm-hmm. and Dutch comes with an ion cannon turret and proton bombs, uh, with Horton coming with an ion cannon turret and prox mines. Yeah, yeah. And what are they? What are they if you custom built them? So, um, so Dutch Vander um, with uh, with custom build. So four points, so it's the same there. And he has 12 points of loadout. Um, so you could build the same... Um, and have the two same points, and two still points have, left and over. still have two points left over. Um, okay. And then there's certainly some flexibility, I mean, that you, you lose in deciding as to which turret you want, um, what like what bomb you'd want to utilize. Um, mm-hmm. I think the, the standard loadout, like it removes the torpedo all, like altogether. Um, it's just it's just all downside. Yeah. Right? So, so and, and this is what I mean, Kisti, when I say you don't need to buy the pack in this case, right? Because you can build oh, it no, no. better and get more for sure. Absolutely, right? absolutely. And then with Horton, so his standard loadout, he's four points, um, and in his custom, um, he's only three points. He, he does have less loadout, um, so. If the ion cannon um, turret plus the prox mines is, um, I think that's 12, 12 points. Prox mines. Oh, 15. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's 15 points of load, like, 15 points of loadout um, Mm -hmm. that you get in the, like, in the standard card and the custom, like, he's only seven points. uh, But then he's also one one fewer points in the list. Um, I mean, I think it's been a long time since I've seen Horton Sum on a table. Um, so from a competitability, like from a competitive yeah. standpoint, like I don't, like, I don't see either one of them hitting the table a whole lot. So I guess then it gives I me mean, some options if you were to want, if you want to have a slightly beefier Horton, but, um, I mean, honestly, I mean, like 
the last time I saw anyone other than Dutch has been a while since Nora would hit the table in a Y wing, and that's that. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been a that's been a while. Yeah, and the and in any event, like the Battle of Yavin uh, Y wings are probably again more relevant. Like whole whole Auckland uh, I, I, seems to be popular. To be fair, with the prices of Y wings now, I'm I'm guessing we will see a whole lot of Y wings on the table. Yeah, but and probably every, every probably not a full point Y wing Holton Sam. No, no problem, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, at least this is one of this is sort of the, one of the corner cases where you say, well, you cannot build him like that currently. You probably don't want to either because he's one point more expensive, mm-hmm. and you don't get that that many more upgrade points. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, a clear no, and then a a, a probably not, <laughs> I yeah. guess for Horton. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what's next? So moving down to our, our RZ1A wings. So we have um, Arvel, Shara Bay, and Jake Farrell. Um, so respective point costs are 4-4 four, four, uh, four and 4 for Arvel and Shara. And then Jake is 5 points. Um, yeah. And comparing that to your, your standard um, or like your customizable loadout, like Arvel is 3 points and then both um, Shara and Jake are, are 4. So um, Shar is the same number of like, of ship points. Um, Arva goes down, and then Jake Jake also goes down from from five to four when you're comparing the, the standard loadout to the custom. Um, <laughs> and then in terms of the the loadout, um, like Arva in the standard has Predator and Afterburners, which he certainly wouldn't be able to take in his in his three point variety. Um, and then Shara Bay. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's sort of like Dutch, right? You just you can get what you have, like um, the hopeful compensation. Yeah, and you and you'd still have like I mean, you could pick I mean, um, you could pick something else. That's, yeah, it's just, so yeah, and it's it's still one of those things where like um, with the current loadout, I mean, she has seven points, but there's there's really not anything like else. I mean, so if you wanted to to switch your uh, your talent slot and your missile slot, you could do that because you still have one point left over. Um, and then for for Jake, um, yeah, Jake, I mean, the, the amount of loadout that, that he gets is is definitely pretty massive, up up like up to five points. Like elusive is four, outmaneuver is twelve, 12 and uh, nine nine is, is four. four. So it's so it's like points. it's like twenty lo- twenty loadout. Yeah, um, but um, I think it's one of those things where. Um, I don't necessarily know if like having like this combination of, of loadout is, is necessarily the best thing for Jake. And I think the other thing that, that I noticed almost straight away is that, um, they lose the config slot. So it, like, yeah, uh, it, it takes away the option of, of having the, uh, the vector cannons, which, um, I know in the, in the case with, with Jake is I mean, like, he's a, I mean, he's bread and butter for, for vector cannons with, with his ability. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's just it, it definitely limits um, the the chassis as to whether you'd want to take the vector cannons or not, um, mm-hmm. and I mean I guess it's just one of those things where I don't feel like Jake Farrell is really a um, a great flanker piece in, in general, but um, I mean maybe there's maybe there's a way to make that up maneuver work, but at five points that's that's a lot of points. Yeah, mm-hmm. and having a, a lock based missile is also not that attractive for Jake. So I think you would rather save a squad point and uh, take a pocket, and then only and then yeah. only have eleven loadout points to build with instead mm-hmm. of 
paying one more yeah. and then having this being locked into this 20 point loadout. So, yeah, yeah again, no, I mean, no five, clear cases, right? Five points uh, feels expensive for an A wing. Yeah. Sure, yeah, uh, yeah, it sure we're, does. We're, we're on one accord on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our last two, our last two ships in, in the, the Rebel faction. So, in the, in the T65, we have um, <laughs> Jack Porkins and, uh, and Luke Skywalker. Um, so Jack comes with, uh, Predator proton torpedoes and the R5D8 astromech. Um, and then Luke Skywalker comes with, um, instinctive aim proton torpedoes and R2D2. So, um, Mm -hmm. in terms of like the, the, like the pilot points, like it's Jack S5, which is the same as the, like the customizable loadout. And then Luke Mm -hmm. is, is six points. Um, this is also the same. Which is also the same. Um, I think, I mean, Jack, you certainly get more than what you could build in the custom loadout. So, if, mm-hmm. like, if there's someone that's you know, uh, super excited to, to put Jack Jack on the table, um, he mm-hmm. certainly gets a bit more than, than what you could do um, in, in, cust- in custom how, how points. How much do you get in custom? So, if we were to compare, so he's got, uh, so, Proton Torpedoes and... Like R5D8 would already push him over the top, so that's, that's 18, 18 plus plus Pre- Predator. Is 21. That's 21. And, and in his has... custom loadout, he's got 15 points. So yeah. um, you're certainly getting more value in, in the standard loadout than um yeah. but I mean he's still um a five a five point two sixty five and um I think it was one of those things where I, I can't remember the last time I saw Jack Jack Porkins on the on the table. Mm-hmm. Um and when you compare that to the like the Battle of Yavin Jack. Um, Battle of Yavin Jack is four points, and so I mean, I think yeah. you'd be more likely to see that as a, yeah. as a four point and, option. And, and there you have the that's of course with the advanced proton torpedo, but uh, but also with the fun um, uh, when you die, mega once once straight, and then mm-hmm. blow up and dead man spins mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think another thing worth noting about these X wings is they don't have the foils. They don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's one thing for Jack, but like for Luke, for Luke, it's for a proton massive. torpedo Luke. Then yeah. I think closing those wings is is not something you don't ever do. Right? Yeah, and I mean, and I mean, regular Luke is also six points, but he has twenty four loadout. He does, and if you and if you build him just like that, you still uh, have you still have some extra points, and yeah, you still have two points left, and you have the foils. Yeah, and I and I don't think that instinctive aim is 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 is, is an ideal like I mean force no. uh, force talent to to attach to him because he naturally wants to grab a target lock with like, with with his fourth with his fourth regen um, yeah. when when he becomes a defender it's like he, he wants to take a lock and so um, no I feel like the standard loadout with um, like proton torpedoes um, elusive is really really quite strong on Luke. And then either choosing between R2-D2 or a shield upgrade, which is the same amount of points. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to worry about the weapons disabled and it really ends up kind of doing oh, the exactly. same thing. Yeah, but and, and I mean, even if you think Instinctive Aim, R2-D2, Proton Torpedoes is the best possible build, then you can just build that with the normal one. So it's not mm-hmm. an issue. Yeah, so yeah, I think Jack is the only one where you can make the argument. Like, if you are looking for a T-65 who can carry a Proton Torpedo, and you're okay with paying five points, then there is a case for doing Jack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also with Luke, with the foils, I would even argue that 
just uh, put afterburners on him, on him with torpedoes, which are the same as R2. Yeah, yeah. War shield. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or you can fly Boy Luke, who has sort of a limited afterburners built in. And... Oh, sure, sure. Yep. Right. And then he's one point less. And he has hopeful, mm. and he's one point less. So mm. uh, I think that is need to have pretty good arguments to fly any other version of than uh, of Luke than uh, than Battle of Yavin Luke right now. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Uh, because it's just as soon as as soon as there's one less squad point, then it just opens up your list for using one more squad point somewhere else. And yeah. even if custom Luke is better than Yavin Luke. And he, I don't think he will ever be one point better, not a full point better. It's, it just matters too much. Yeah, yeah. A single point is just so much. I think single point is worth more than ten loadout. If we, if we, if you think think about it that way, in yeah. many many cases, yeah. in probably mo- most cases. In most cases, just like that, you know, um, in in two point even in two point then usually if you could pool enough upgrade points to be, together, even if you had to sort of cut a lot of ships, then it was usually worth it to get another chassis in there, mm-hmm. um, unless you were flying sort of very specific lists that kept their points well, like Boba Fett. Yeah, like yeah, and Aces and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. So I think in conclusion, for for Rebels, uh, do you need to buy it? Well, if you are a massive Jack Porkins fan and you for some reason don't want to fly the Battle of Yavin version, which, I mean, if we are talking about things you need to buy for your Rebels, then Battle of Yavin is also one of those things because you want the cheaper look we just talked about. Um, then I guess, like, if your favorite scene is screaming, I can hold it, then 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 you do that, right? But... <laughs> But but that's about it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's if you need the ships, it's a good buy. Um, mm-hmm. So for new players, hundred percent, like it's it's a great starting place. Yeah. Um, but if yeah, if you're like if you're if you're already a seasoned player, then from the rebel side, it's like I don't I don't really see any of those hitting 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 a table at a um, at a tournament, whether it's large or small. Mm-hmm. No, no. Then it's mostly about saying, uh, "Well, I would like, uh, I would like to buy two A wings and X wing and, uh, and a Y wing, and a Y wing, right?" Um, mm-hmm. And they are slightly different painted or whatever. Um, cool. So uh, let's continue with Imperial. All right. So yeah, yeah. That's so, where I have my beef. <laughs> <laughs> so um, starting off with the uh, with the Thai bombers. Um, so you get um, standard loadout for Captain Jonas and Tomax Bren. So Captain Jonas is is four points, the same as he is in the um, in the like in a custom build. And then Tomax makes a big leap from um, from three points to five. Um, which, <laughs> yep, that was I had the same thought when I first looked at that. It's like um, when you have oh, lots yeah. of three and four point options, like picking a five point bomb is <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how how great I feel about that. No. Um, so looking at Jonas, so his loadout, he's got feedback ping, plasma torpedoes, and proton bombs, um, which is um, one extra point um, than what you could put on um, on a custom Jonas, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so. 
So I yeah. think it's one of those things where like if you're flowing if you're flying Jonas in a list that has that has a coordinator, like so mm-hmm. if you have a Reaper that's that's included in that list that you might be able to get some good value having a, a double modded having a double modded plasma torp. Um mm-hmm. just because it, it's able to push like like if you were to get the or max damage. Perhaps even more likely if if you have something else in your list that allows you to use feedback ping to get yep. those target logs. Yeah, for certain. That as well. Uh, I don't know what that would be in an Empire list because you typically mm-hmm. want the plasmas off in like the first and the second round of engagement, mm-hmm. right? Um, but otherwise, I think Jonas just... He just screams Barrage Rocket more than anybody else. The rest, yeah. ha- the rest we like to give Barrage Rockets because they're flying next to Jonas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but Jonas is like the original barrage rocket carrier. There's nobody that is quite as barrage rockety as him. Mm-hmm. No. Well, perhaps the, perhaps the, the K-Wings that you love so much, Kisley. So, uh, I think the... K-what? Sorry? Are they in the game now? No, no. No. Fun is banned. Yeah. And, I mean, the proton bombs are nice. It's like you can never go wrong having some proton bombs in a list. But, I mean, that's one of those things where... Exactly. I mean very much list dependent but i mean yeah so it's one of those things where I mean, yeah when you when you look at a bomber you're like your first thought is like oh no barrage rockets so yeah um and then i feel like like for tomox to go up from 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 three points to five is like it doesn't matter how, how much loadout you're giving him it's just no. it's, it makes it a super attractive target that um i mean if i were to see that yeah. across the table from me it's like oh i'm gonna go get those five points yeah um, there's mean, not a lot uh, you can do about it and i mean three point tomox still has 10 10 loadout so yeah. You can still build him. Yep. So, oh, but this one has like prox mines, which is ten points on its own, and then barrage rocks and elusive. Oh, that's why you're not going to get him. He's just going to elusive, <laughs> right? With his two agility. That's yes. Gonna save, yeah. That's going to save the. That's going to save him once. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It'll take four exactly. shots instead of three. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Moving on down the list, so um, we've got t- um, two pilots on the TIE Advanced X1. So you have Mark Steele at, at five points, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, and then Darth Vader, who's who's also at six points. So Mark Steele's loadout: he has elusive, outmaneuver, and afterburners, which is um, really really good. Uh, yep. That's the one that Aiden and I commented on. That was before the points change came out. We were like, "How are they going to do this? Are they going to make this?" standard Merrick Steel six points because back then Merrick Steel was five points but instead they just laughed at us and kept the standard at five and, and lowered the, the custom one to four. Yeah. Um, but you you do you are getting like ten extra points of loadout ish mm-hmm. uh for those. Uh they dropped afterburners a little bit. So it's only Oh it's yeah, actually it's... a twenty four point yeah. loadout Merrick Steel and normally he only has ten. So you're getting fourteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I'll just take the four point Merrick. I think. Yep. Or um, or or a four point Juno. And... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And here comes the discussion. Or, or a pure back. Just saying. Or pure pure back. True. <laughs> yeah. True. Actually, there's so many good four point things you can get. Um, so looking at our, our favorite Dark Lord of the Sith, um, so Vader, um, in his standard loadout, he has hate ion missiles and afterburners. And I think, um, also like it goes back to his, his original pilot ability. So he can, once again, after you perform an action, you may spend one force to perform an action. So he, he gets his action economy back. Um, yeah. I know, um, uh, Jan and I, I think we, we had a little bit of debate over, 
uh, which which one is is better. Um, and and it's worth noting that he also, like Boy Vader, has an additional shield. Yeah, so three hull, three shields, the yeah. same as Boy Vader. So having that extra shield exactly. is, is is huge. Um, it's, it is. So, um, so yeah, I think and it's... The thing, uh, and the thing is, uh, what I was getting at with the beef here, because like, like AMG's kind of hinted at, here you can't build this Vader. You cannot. And uh, and because he both has the shield upgrade and the afterburners, and he's six points, not seven points. Yep. Like the, the original one. Yeah, but as soon as you price them down, <laughs> then by definition you cannot build them. I'm, no, I'm less no, worried I'm... when they give them extra toys but price them up because that's usually not worth it. But mm-hmm. when you price them down, then it's like, hmm. But... Um, so I am, uh, I am, however, inclined, and this is very much sort of my personal opinion, to claim that this Vader is going to be equally as relevant as uh, the the Super Jack Porkins over on the Rebel side. And the reason I say that is that if I want a six point Vader, I th- think Boy Vader is better. Um. um. I, I, well, as a person who has flight Vader like a ton, mm-hmm. it depends kind of on your playstyle. I actually like. <laughs> no, but I mean, your two point playstyle doesn't matter here, Kisley. So no, Kisley. I, 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 I know that, but but still, it's still Vader. It still has the same same things on him. But but I like uh, more actions than I do changing one. One blank into what are you going to use those actions for, Gisli? Target lock focus every time and maybe barrel roll. Why would you barrel? Why, yeah, because sometimes I have to. No, so Gisli, um, I, yeah. I, I'm definitely, um, definitely share the, the same, the same thought that you're having is that, um, and I had, um. It would have been two weekends ago. I had a chance to fly in a, in a store championship. That um, no, like I had an opponent that was that was flying the um, the wrong Vader. Uh, that was flying the this this new this new Vader. And no, it's it's, it's quite strong. I think um, having the ability to do a, I mean, an afterburners uh, target lock barrel roll um, can get him out can can get him out of arcs when he when he needs to. Um, and I think it's also one of those things where. Um, I think um, having hate then keeps like will keep his um, his force like up near up near the maximum, which I think is is always ideal for him. Um, so um, I think it gives I mean another iteration, and I think for those that that want to continue to to go in for I mean your your maximum offense like offensive um, efficiency, then then boy Vader is the Vader for you. Um, but I think for a more balanced Vader and like. Having target lock focus most of the time is going to get you to the to get will get you to those those three hits. Um, yeah, I think I think we I think we talked about in last episode uh, the difference between the damage both of those Vader do. Yeah, but are, we, we, is actually quite minimal. I mean, the boy Vader does a little bit more damage. It's like point point something. No, it's yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't believe you. I mean, I think we had a big conversation. I, I don't think it was on the cast. I think it was. Uh, 
either when you were here in person or, oh, we, or, we or just over Discord. We had a really big conversation. But back then we were like like straight up comparing Boy Vader to X1 Vader because we were discussing them in the context of, okay, Boy Vader is probably going to go up. And we're like, mm -hmm. if he go, goes up, wouldn't, no, wouldn't anybody ever fly him? And at that point, I defended that there would be lists where you would want to fly Boy Vader still because he does have a higher offense and he's less likely to die. Um, because of that so, shield upgrade. And so basically, so basically, a regular Vader with with a lock uh, and the focus, or like three force, and that basically, no, that that's sorry, that's a that's a regular Vader. That's the boy Vader. Sorry, he has expected total hits two point eight nine eight nine. And hundred percent uh, a crit, but the one with no pilot ability. Let's just just put it here. So he has expected total hits of two point eight thirteen. So as you can see, it's it's zero point one more damage each turn. It's minimal. Yeah, how many of Vader's attacks do you think should actually be modeled with four dice instead? And what is the difference there? Okay, sure, I'll do four dice. So, <laughs> uh, regular one. So, regular one obviously is 3.750. That's, that's just a standard. Okay, let's. I'm just. Uh, see, the other one. Okay. Oh. And the other one is 3.978. So it's 0 0.2 with four dice. It's not that much. Eh. So yeah, it'll be it'll be exciting to see as the like as the matter unfolds as to like which ones are, are getting flown more frequently and, and which ones mm -hmm. end up finding their way up to the, the top of tables and I mean, mm -hmm. I think they're both. I think both six point options are really strong because having that shield upgrade is, uh, I mean, is definitely huge. Um, it is. And 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 Giesli, as you had mentioned before, I mean, play style will I think will definitely factor as to mm -hmm. who's picking which ones. And um, and yeah, we'll look forward to seeing what Pink Brain Matter says as to which ones yeah. actually performing yeah. better. I feel like I guarantee you that playstyle will have a shit to do with that. <laughs> one, one of them will be good, and the other one will be slightly worse. Uh, and okay. I, may, I might very well be mistaken, but the thing is that you need to judge Vader in the context of playing a scenario-based game mm -hmm. that only lasts for four plus minus two rounds of engagement. Sure. And in sure. that game, then uh, your ability to arc dodge means a whole lot no. less so, I, because Vader's I, not going to die. Well, another I, point with I, objectives I, I, though, I, so yeah. if, if I have Darth Vader and let's say we're doing scramble, it's like, all right, action one, I'm going to claim the objective. Action, like now I'm going to spend a force to grab a target lock and then I'm going to spend another force to grab a focus. Um, exactly. Like, boy, Vader can't do that. Yeah. That yeah, is, exactly. Uh, or or in like one, an assault. In one of four scenarios. Yeah, or an assault. You can barrel roll to be near the ob objective. Yeah. And also, like... I mean, I've flown like, I don't know how many games now with Boy Vader. 
And I kind of feel like I'm always spending his target luck for a reroll. Yeah, you will do the same with this Vader. Yes, and if your opponent exactly. chooses not to shoot at you, uh, yeah, it'll, but, it'll, it'll like sack your work. You will start out your force and you will, you know, but you cannot yeah. do more than one one extra action every turn, but you don't need to. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but still, you can you can basically always take uh, a target lock and a focus every turn with uh, this Vader, which you can't do with Boy Vader. I've, so I feel like I'm always taking a target lock. Always. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Boy Vader is maybe more reliant on actually getting shot at. Yeah. Hate is more important for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there is uh, a slim chance, I guess, however unlikely, <laughs> uh, that you so, two so could be right. Steven, but we're, we are same same team here. Like, that's right. Jan um, is wrong. Team Vader. Uh, however, I will only <laughs> listen to uh, Vader advice from Steppy, and he's unfortunately not here. Steppy, stay away in the chat, please. Um, <laughs> All right, so um, looking at the rest of the Imperial ships, um, the how for our new standard loadouts in the, the tile end, um, we've got Night Beast, who's at three points, Valen Ruder, who's at three points, and Iden Versio, who's at four. So point-wise, they're all the same. Um, the standard loadout on Night Beast, he has Disciplined and Predator, um, which is uh, one point more um than what you can get, um, what you can get in a, in a custom build, um, mm -hmm. and then Valen Rudor, um, he, he comes with discipline and precision ion engines, um, which is one point less um, than his stand, like his standard loadout. Uh, one other difference uh, with with Valen Rudor is that in um, he actually doesn't have a slot for precision iron engine. He doesn't. So, like the the custom build has two talents, um, and mm, yeah. and in the the, the standard loadout, he has a, a talent and a um, and a mod slot. Um, and then um, and then the last ship we have is Iden Versio. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't do Iden any favors in the in the in the standard loadout. So it comes with discipline and elusive, which is uh, six points. Um, and that's two points less than you can do in the in the, in the custom build, um, and then you certainly lose um, like um, a whole lot of choice in terms of how you'd want to build your item out. So um, yeah, you lose um, you lose your cannon slot, you lose your missile slot, and you lose your 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 mod slot as well. Um, yeah. And I don't know. It's just my first thought when I was looking at these is, I mean, like I don't know if if like if dis like so for night beast if discipline and predator is the is the best choice that even though it's it's one extra point um like if you I want i i think i mean if you want to fly night beast yeah which is a pretty big if right like it's sort of like a hotum psalm sized if yeah <laughs> but if you want to fly night beast then i would argue that that discipline predator build is not bad it's decent no i why, why are you against Night, Night Beast? I mean, his ability is, like, really good. Focus it away is. every turn. Um, I guess it's just, like, there's there's so many other, I mean, TIE Fighter options at, at three points that, I mean... Yeah, yeah but, I mean, and, and that goes, like, uh, all the other ones are banned. 
Only the only three point tie fighter that exists is Night Beast. In that in that world, oh, uh, that Night Beast and the custom Night Beast. Yeah. In that world, that standard Night Beast might actually be the one you fly. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, although having elusive on a tie fighter is never a bad way to go. No, absolutely. No, not. but I mean, he already has an evade. Who needs that? And now, when somebody else dies. Because they don't want to shoot at a free agility folks mm-hmm. evaded ship, then somebody else will die. Yeah. So discipline triggers. Now he also has a lock. Yeah. So and until then, he can still use predator if he manages to catch something in bullseye at what I three two. Uh, I two. I two. An I two tie fighter with an excellent ability. But, yeah. Um, and and he, even even getting that uh, federal like might mean that he might be able to shoot that turn. That's true. No, that's, that, that is 100% true. Um, so I do like the load on, on, on Valen Rudor. I mean, I think I think precision ion engines on, on anything you can put on, like, I think if, at least for me, it feels like that's under undervalued. Absolutely it is. Um, Absolutely. Because being able to, to, to three sloop is, uh, um, it definitely gives a lot more options and, and like, like if you're flying against him, it's like it definitely gives you pause to think of like, well, what are like what are all the possible options that I might have to block for um, when he's wanting to turn around? So like that feels like a, a really solid option. Um, but yeah, Aiden is just I mean straight up less points, and you lose lots of option. And so like mm-hmm. um, so yeah. for Aiden, that just feels um, it, it's it feels bad. Like it might I think initially when I saw like oh it's like this is gonna be the lot. Like well maybe that Aiden will be three points. Nope. Um, oh so. Nope. Um, so no. it's just, uh, and as a, um, I do love flying Aiden in some Inferno ties. And so when I saw that, I was just like, oh no. Um, but, oh, but all your other Inferno ties got better though. They did. They definitely did get much better. Um, they just have to do without their leader because he defected to the rebellion, that traitor. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I would actually say that, uh, I agree that precision iron engine on a TIE fighter can be a very good thing. Yep. But if those TIE fighters on which they are, the the one tie fighter where they fit the worst is probably Valen Rudor, because he wants to not be stressed, because otherwise his build doesn't trigger. That's true. So oh, yeah, true. And I mean that doesn't mean that he never K turns, and when he does, then yeah, I guess it is nice. Mm-hmm. I mean I love precision iron engines on my proto ties, i.e. my V wings. Yep. Um, and it it it's great to rep- sort of augment that 2k with you know the the, the two two sloops and especially on higher initiatives which Ben and Rudo is also not yep because you don't you don't make the choice into which direction you sloop or even if you want to sloop rather than just straight k turn until you actually activate where Valen Rudo yep. at i2 um which for somebody who has the subtitle oh free sorry he's i free I'm doing him a disservice. Uh, but somebody with the subtitle of, uh, and I'm trying to remember, Brigadocious Ace. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I think, you know, being... Yeah, certainly not an Ace of Legend. Being I-free <laughs> is like, okay, you were clearly posted to the Outer Rim and yeah. there were only Academy pilots around <laughs> you. Yeah, exactly. And, but, and you were glad you that, got moved out of Black Squadron because all the Black Squadron people were just as good as you were. Yeah, but then again, with the with those Tie Fighters, those like those two, and basically almost 
every TIE fighter except the Boyd brothers and maybe Aiden with, with an ion cannon. How often are you actually using them to shoot? Like, how often do you, do you think you're actually doing damage when you shoot? I think that might change. Are you you really using them more just as objective grabbers? Yeah. And uh, maybe get get one and one pot shot here and there. But I think... I'm not not talking about the Boy Brothers and... and No, no, no. I think think that might be changing. And I think Mm -hmm. it is changing because in the last points update, we saw... Uh, all of the sort of one agility large spaceships, sort of not all, but most of them, Falcons mm-hmm. in every faction, uh, Decimators here and there, uh, YV-666s, a lot of these big ships, they dropped in mm-hmm. points. They are going to be more prevalent. Um, oh, sure. That's- ghosts also. And uh, I think this is and also a lot of the two agility things also generally got cheaper t65 t70s etc etc and i think this could bring back some relevance to just a two die single modded gun okay uh, where they were i agree they were totally useless in uh uh i'm gonna fly this typho it's gonna have three greens it by the way also has elusives it almost mm-hmm. always has a token. And three uh, rats. And, and by the way, it also has three rats. But anyway, mm-hmm. if you try to shoot your two-die single modded shot, well, once in a while, you will do a damage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, most of the time, true. you're going to do absolutely nothing. And I could tank five of these mm-hmm. shots without anything happening. So, mm-hmm. nah. yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Cool. Um, oh, one thing we didn't mention, I think, with Vader. Why on earth does he have an iron missile? I mean, that's laughable. Um, Who's going to use that iron missile? I mean, probably not ever. Um, but I mean, <laughs> it's, I guess it's one of those things where it's like, if I have to take a useless upgrade card um, to have, I mean, two other quality upgrade cards for an extra shield and one less point, like I'm, I'm going to take that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that that is that is true. But I mean. <laughs> There could be a world where you're like, hey, that ghost is getting a little too close to the board edge. It would be sad if it got free iron tokens. <laughs> sure. Sure. Wait, it can't eat. Sure. Iron missile can only get to two, can it? Um, um, correct. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Let me correct he, myself. He, he might have a single iron on him. Somewhere. So for a smaller and medium base, I mean, it, it could push a fire spray or or any small base off the board, but yeah, but getting getting free through is a little harder. It's a lot easier in agility. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I agree, and it could have been a lot of more exciting things that I missiles. Like they could have popped in. Uh, um, what is it called? The uh, clusters? No. No, no, no. That would be mean. Don't be mean, Stephen. Be good. Um, I mean, it's, it is a Dark Lord of the Sith. He's not supposed to be good. Yeah, that is also true. The, <laughs> what is it? Why? What is it called? The one that everybody's flying. That uh, just oh, Mac Pulse. Mac Pulse. Oh, that, I mean, that also feels all kind that of. Would, that would be tactically relevant. But actually, an yeah. Imus, I can do the same thing. Sure. Like if if you roll up and you shoot before that wedge, and whatever mm-hmm. that wedge is shooting, you really don't want to get shot. 
Mm-hmm. You can pop an ion token onto that wedge. His oh, yeah. are gone. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. That's just like jamming, baby. Yes, but it still feels bad. You, you rather want to push damage on that wedge. Is that? Don't you? Yeah, you probably do. But, I mean, I'm sure the case exists. Where, where Vader decides to save a friend with an eye. No, I can't even make myself say that. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe the boy brothers, because they're they're his friends, right? They're not his friends. No, sure, I agree. They're, they're just they're, there. They're, they're there to fly information and and not yeah. really do anything. It's like and, I'm and on the cool. leader. Yes, sir. and look cool while doing it. Do we get to shoot anything? Oh. No. no. <laughs> I take the kills here. He is the most selfish person ever. Okay. Uh, but yes. let's push into tournament talk. Yes. We had at least one tiny tournament, right? In yeah. UK. We had a 92-player tournament. That is not that's not nothing. Um so let's see what stands out here. Uh this is the first big one in this meta. So uh Rebels are back on the top of the participation percentages, yeah. uh, which is great. They are actually also on top of performance, um, which is also great. Uh, perhaps uh, also unsurprising is that right in their tail on participation is, uh, is Empire, uh, doing mm-hmm. a lot worse on performance, though. Yeah, um, I I don't think Empire is that good now. I'm no. I would probably put them in like the bottom two spots somewhere. Yeah, you. Uh, there are other people that agree with you, but let's see how this bomber or something turns out. But uh, we'll we'll get back to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have uh, First Order, uh, and no Empires make cut. That were it was it was a top eight cut. Four of them are rebels. No empire. Two mm-hmm. first orders. Um, the first order making up like more than a fifth of the of the share here. Mm-hmm. So, it like two and three lists were either rebels, empire, or first order. That tells you something about how how small the participation for the rest were. Mm-hmm. Next come uh, Republican Resistance. Uh, Republic had a single one in cut, uh, but otherwise had a pretty miserable tournament, uh, and it's the lowest scoring fraction overall. Um, and that is even with a surprisingly low uh, standard variance, uh, meaning that most of them actually did pretty bad. There was like a few that did okay. Uh, then we have Resistance, also pretty poor showing both in terms of uh, how many took it and how they performed. Then we had Scum who is uh, actually like number four in performance uh, but shared for last place on on representation. No one in cut though. Separatist uh, second in performance just on the tail of Rebels but only four people took it but one of those four made cuts. Um we see list size take another jump. Uh, total, yay, yay. total average list size is five. That's, and for both separatist and republic, it is 
5.5 average. It's bonkers. Which is like dumb. Um, it is. But maybe we are dragging towards you know smaller lists because uh, the best performing factions, Rebels, have the lowest at 4.6, which even that is actually quite still a lot. It's still, <laughs> it would still break the record, right? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, lists, most popular ship, uh, uh, Mallers in the FO, followed by a shared second place with uh, Jonas and Tomex Bren in the TIE Bomber. Uh, next, we have with just one less Major Rhymer in the TIE Bomber, Boy Luke, uh, and Sabine Ren in the TIE Fighter. So, mm -hmm. lots of fun. Great value, two points. Very good value. Um, of the 21 Empire lists, and this is perhaps interesting, the most represented Darth Vader was Boy Vader. He was in 11 lists, but there were 21 Empire lists. So Vader is not as stable to that faction as, 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 as once were. No, because you need more ships now, I feel. Yeah. Uh, and every single Resistance player took Eloasti. Every single one. Yep. Yeah. When I mean, we look at performance by list size and split of list sizes, uh, we can see that five ships is sixty-four percent of the of the players, uh, and we see a performance increase from four. There were no free ship lists at all. Uh, four did pretty bad. Five did pretty average. Six did slightly better than average, and the two. Um, Seven ship list did really well, um, on average at least. But uh, when it came to the cut, there was one four ship list, one seven ship list, and six five ship lists. So maybe it's just okay. maybe it's just easier for for six ship, even though they they score so high, they don't actually in this case make cut. Um, that was not a whole lot of them, so. It's also like just statistics, right? But yeah. it might just be, you know, at the lower tables, you can you can win by just having a lot of bodies. But when you get a little bit up there, then it's not the number of bodies. It's what you do with them. I don't know. 61% <laughs> um, had Add Initiative 6 in their list. That is, uh, that is very, very high. Uh, and, and higher than we've seen recently. Uh, but but actually, the list that only went to I-5 are doing better. And that is in statistical significant numbers. And yep. again, with that being said, six of the eight uh, in the cut had an I-6 in that list. So what do we know? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, basically, uh, every faction, I think, has has an I-6 that is uh, relevant, at least. At least one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe, I don't know, does Gum have any, like, a relevant I-6? Oh, yes, they do. Uh, Fenral dropped the point. Yeah, but he, is he still a relevant? Yes, he is. Okay. I'm not sold on it. Six points. Yeah. No, and I came. I mean, he went down to five, didn't he? 
No. No, he's still oh, six. He's, he's, Dengar, he went down to six. No, De- I think Dengar went down to And Dengar went, went down, down to, to six. six as well. Oh, Dengar went down. Okay, he, he might be super relevant, though. He I, might be very relevant. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Who knew? He might be Boba's new friend. Boba <laughs> Dengar, you still have five points left. That's scary. That is scary. Yeah. <laughs> he did lose some loadout though, so he's not gonna be propping proton pro two protons at you in one turn. But yeah. um, he's still punching hard. But you know, Kanan is four, so you would have to give a point and run run the list in nineteen points. Now you don't want Kanan. No, I'm just saying. I mean, if you want the defense, yeah, I've got proper stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you can put in uh, old T. I don't know. I really don't know. That no, never takes gun list building advice from me unless I tell you to run all fangs. And if no. I do that in 2.5, no. then don't take my list advice anyway. And I also feel like just looking through the history, at least for 2.0 and 2.5, I feel like scum is always like one point away, maybe, or just or one mad scientist away. Yes. From from finding something extremely dumb. Yeah, like, they're always and, one and, one point one point away from causing an errata. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and and often that takes a little bit more time to develop. Oh, for sure. But it will show up. But it will show up. I guarantee you. Yeah, In yeah, this but, matter, like, something some scum list will show up that will just wreak havoc. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, let's just remind ourselves. One point over civil uh, occasions, the, the jump master was was errata, including removing slots, as the only ship that ever got any errata from the print in yeah. uh, in one point Yep. Um, and then latest in two point five, we've seen like, well, ah, let's just change uh, how um, uh, contraband cybernetics uh, work with Java because that was dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. It's all there. Let's ban the slave one title. That's burr, 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 right? 2.0, Boba was like, ah, you know, you can't have a crew. Um, no. All that. Okay. So, we don't have, like, real names here because they are currently not exported from, from Roll Better with actual full names. So, um, so I don't know. Um, no, but we know top two. We, we, we know, know top two. two. Uh, and uh, I used to know top four, but I forgot again. So we have a Futile uh, who's flying, uh, who ended top four, uh, flying the first order. So here we have kind of Ren in the Whisper, uh, seeming to be a very popular uh, a choice uh, for first order also went down a point in things of aim, malice, predator, conk missiles. Um, we have a midnight predator crack shot at three points, good value. Quick draw, fanatical special forces gonna FCS shield upgrade. Commander Malice in the FO clusters, and Lieutenant Lehus with proud tradition and pattern analyzer. So, this is a five ship. Um, first order list. Four of these ships mm-hmm. used to be one point more. Uh, mm-hmm. They may have paid a little bit in the loadout. And the last one is Commander Mallors, who was always good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
that seemed uh, this seems uh, very solid. Um, he only Absolutely. until he lost to the eventual winner. He only had a single loss uh, to number fourteen in Swiss, who was flying three bombers, three Tie Fighters, and a Reaper, and in scramble. And apparently, the Empire won that one. <clears throat> Seems weird. Maybe there was too much beef there. Too much. Too much things you had to shoot. Okay. Anyway, I mean, I mean, I, I, I just wanted to mention it because I, I flew against it in. in... The Sith Tech League. Oh, this list? No, 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 no. I, an FO list, because you were talking about the Whisper. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy was flying quick draw with uh, with Swarm Tactics, and then Whirlwind with him. Yep. So he was Swarm Tacticing Whirlwind like crazy. And that's... Yeah. And then Whirlwind got it's, all his it, uh, focus tokens before it, you had a yeah, chance to shoot him. It is dumb. Yeah. It, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and then he obviously had like, he had something on to create a stress on Crypt Pro and, and I don't remember. And then and he had the electronic baffle as well. So it was the right. double tapping Quick Draw every time. No, but I mean, as it turns out, um, high initiative is good. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and in many respects, then Swarm Tactics... This list isn't necessary because you have all I-5s and 6s anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, there are just, there are some ships who only, you know, the only reason that their ability is only what they, what it is, is because they're low initiative and it's really yeah. not that great at low initiative. Yeah, um, like Whirlwind. Like Whirlwind or, yeah, um, yeah. and then there are, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, him, but him shooting at I-6, <laughs> Getting, get, getting his ability on. Yeah. yeah. He probably has optics as well, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll spend one for the eyeballs and one for the blank. And um, so yeah. how do you how do you know? Full heads. Yeah, he also had cluster missiles. Oh, so. that's even better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, <laughs> just... three hits on both shots. How? How? Oh, that's so unlikely. I only yeah. had to spend three focus tokens to achieve that. <laughs> I still have two left. <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah, that's good. Okay, uh, Stephen, do you want to do uh, the other top four? Absolutely. Um, so we've got a rebel list. Um, so um, Tazini. So we've got um, Gina Moonsong and the um, the B wing. Nice to see a B wing back on the table yes. doing well. Four point B wing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Gina has. FCS, uh, proton cannons, proton bobs, and the stabilized S foil. So um, can't go wrong with that double tap life. Um, <laughs> then you've got Corn Horn in the in the T sixty five with hopeful Mac Pulse warheads, R three astromech, and and the foils. Um, yeah, Corn with I mean Corn with the Mac Pulse there. It feels all kinds of good because it just it sets up. I mean because uh, he's he's likely shooting first um, mm-hmm. with his ability, and so like. Giving giving a friend a um, a free target lock and then jamming it like jam um, jamming and taking a shield off feels um, yeah. feels feels quite uh, 
um, wholesome and fun if you're a rebel player and if you're flying against that list is probably um, hey, you're giving you're giving Gina the target lock and yep. ideally you're then yep. removing the defensive token yep. and then that B-wing shoots you with that primary yep. and then mm-hmm. they tap you with the proton right. cannon and everything is good like, and if you're still alive then you've got uh, uh, boy Luke is next up in the, next up in the list so <laughs> <laughs> so if you were still alive after those first few shots then you're probably not not long for for living after Luke shoots it at you, mm-hmm. and then we've got um, uh, Boric Avenge in the in the Fang Fighter with Predator, Buscar reinforced planning and Mandalorian optics. Um, yeah, that like those, yeah. that Fang Fighter up like the, I mean that Fang Fighter um, with all with all that loadout feels all kinds of good, and especially at um, at four points. Um, yeah, she's definitely going to be doing some some serious damage. Um, and then rounding out the list um, is Keo in the RZ-1A wing with the Procket. Um, and yeah, Keo's—I mean, such a versatile ship in terms of. Yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of, I mean, board control is like folks have to keep that Procket in mind until um, until she's able to shoot it. Um, the side slipping is you know, Keo's a ship that I've flown um, a bit of, and yeah, the side slipping is just—it's um, super fun. Um, and then she's also a ship that, like, I mean. Um, if she wants to be super defensive, having force force evade, um, yeah. mm-hmm. like whenever she wants to, it's just like it's like. Well, if you really want these three points, good luck. And if you good get luck. them, and if you get them, it's just like, was that really worth all the shots I just took? Yeah. So and it, yeah, and she, and she's not more expensive that you could have her like circle an objective in a corner, yeah, a hundred percent, or run around with a box, mm-hmm. yeah, or you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, hundred percent true. Yeah. So no, this turns like, out you don't need to boost if you can size that. Right? Yeah, yeah, you can so no. So, um, so it looks like in Swiss it was. Oh, he was almost undefeated. He had one draw. One draw. So undefeated in that regard. Draws not a loss. That is true. Yeah. And then. And he won to the eventual top two. So, and what was the what was the score in the, the that top four match? Um, that wasn't particularly close, but there he he got he got beat by the top two, which we will talk about next. Uh, and he mm-hmm. lost six to twenty to Sini here. Uh, so Geesley, do you want to go over Martin Shivers? Yep, who's the runner? He was actually last year's champion. Yep, where he, if I remember correctly, flew against the champion. Flew against the year. same guy. He ended up on the, who eventually won this year, but also yeah. he flew, I think, a seven ship uh, yeah. Tie Fighter Swarm. So yeah, it looks like yeah. top four was scramble, and then then the final table we had assault was yeah. the was the scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you want to do chivers? Yep, I'll do chivers. So he was flying quick draw with swarm tactics, absolutely fanatical targeting synchronizer, special forces gunner, and fire control system. Just fantastic. Uh, Kylo Ren in the whisper with. Instinctive aim, brilliant evasion, concussion missiles, advanced optics, and enhanced jamming suite for that sweet, sweet cloak token. No. No, 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 no. The jamming suite. Is that the cloak token one? No, it's the one that gives you the uh, It's just yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the thing that gives you yeah, link everything yeah, yeah, into yeah. jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, then we have uh, Malorus in the FO with cluster missiles. Which has basically become staple on him. 
the scorch with feedback ping in the bomber cluster missiles and bomb scorch in the bomber yeah uh, okay uh. scorch three point ship that's really good so and and also we have whirlwind with markmanship fanatical cluster missiles advanced optics and enhanced jamming suite so basically what i was talking about earlier the swarm tactics with whirlwind it's dumb it's so good and again i think every single ship except malaris went down in points in the rebel list mm -hmm. we saw before mm -hmm. every single ship except keo went down in points mm -hmm. which means yeah. that and, and these are, have all been five ship lists so this yep. means that all these lists i mean they would have had a little bit more loadout before but they are effectively 24 point lists uh mm -hmm. a month ago um yep. so uh yep. not surprising no uh, and I think the one thing, like, so on Scorch, um, I think um, him carrying the bomber generator, I mean, I think, especially with, I mean, several of the other, I mean, several of the other bombs, like, going up in points, having having a two-point bomb, um, mm -hmm. I, I, have a, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that that's going to be something we're going to see more of, um, yeah. because I think at two points, there's a lot of value there, and especially when you can, um, anytime yeah. that you can have, I mean, a bomb and a um and either a missile or a torpedo, then that's that's a good place to be. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the bomblet generator has... It is a pretty bad bomb, like, overall, compared to so many other things. Like, if you had the points, you would take something better. Mm -hmm. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. But the thing that the bomblet generator does is that it requires two bomb slots, which makes it an even <laughs> worse bomb. But yeah. what that actually means is that you only really put it on dedicated bombers, mm -hmm. because otherwise they don't have two bomb slots. Mm -hmm. And, and this means that the dedicated bombers, even if they sort of go the route of, okay, we want a missile, I'm not just going to be a bomber because that's not mm -hmm. viable, then they can still actually have a bomb. And so mm -hmm. I'm sort of okay with that. You see them on, on, on the FO bombers, you see them on the TIE bombers. Um, I mean, I don't know if the points work out, so you would see it on the Hyena bombers as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that that pretty much covers the, the dedicated bombers of the world. Uh, do Y-Wings but, but, have two bomb slots? But one, one note, Jan, because you said you're kind of okay with that. Are you really okay seeing more bombs? I'm okay. I'm okay seeing bombs. <laughs> I really am. Sure. Uh, I'm not okay. I'm not okay at all seeing more bombers uh, because bombers are bad and evil. Um, but no, the funny was, thing is a, here that he, he that he has feedback ping. But the only mm -hmm. real way to trigger it is his own bomb. Mm -hmm. So it seems, and I don't. I would. It would be interesting to see how. I haven't seen these games, so it would be interesting to see how how often it actually comes yeah. off. There has to have been some secret in that sauce. Yeah, or just an extra point. And he was like, "Yeah, it might work." And if it works, it's fantastic mm -hmm. because there could be a situation. I assume where you like drop your bomb and. Maybe you sloop, or somebody moves into it, and then you target lock them, and then everything's great. Mm -hmm. Question mark. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the winner, um, and the runner-up from last year, uh, our mm -hmm. very own uh, Barchus. Yes, he's sort of our own, right? We'll claim him as one of ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, flying uh, a slightly updated uh, version of his top four top. I think he made top four at Worlds. 
uh, list. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's uh, see if uh, if there's any ship that has recently reduced in price here. So we have Han Solo, and no, this is not Boy Han. This yeah. is real Han, perceptive co-pilot, chopper crew, Bisten, engine upgrade, title, seven points. Nice. Oh. And that shoots twice and rerolls all the time. Yeah. Um, and if it's stress, it's, it still takes an action, so it still has two focus tokens. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way around that. Even if you like pop a um, 4K or a 3 sloop. Yeah, or, or perhaps more likely for him, uh, like if he gets that uh, panic pilot crit. Yep, choppers again. That would usually okay. kill this Han. He's just like, nah, I'll take a damage and then I'll just keep shooting. Uh, then he has Boy Luke uh, also, and, and this Han went down. Boy Luke went down. He has Kyo with the Prockets again. And uh, then uh, a nice little uh, wedge in the A-wing there with uh, marksmanship and trick shot. That went down as well, I believe. That went down as well. Um, and Sabine ran in the TIE Fighter with Baskar reinforced plating for just two yeah. points. Yeah. Uh, so he manages to get a seven-point Falcon that want to hit you twice in the face. Well, want to hit you and, you and one of your friends in the face mm-hmm. uh, every turn. And one you really need to focus on to kill. He needs to. Mm-hmm. He, he manages to not only get him a proper wingman in in Boy Luke, but mm-hmm. also two A wings and a Tie Fighter to sort of scare you up a little bit. There's a Procket there. There's there's a trick shot and a wet. In general, that wedge in the A wing mm-hmm. is like it makes the A wing's main gun relevant. Like yeah, absolutely. Just, like ah, what if you also lost an agility? Then it's almost like I had a free dice gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not quite, but it's actually quite close. And mm-hmm. if you can then on and, top of that trick shot, then it becomes real nasty. Mm-hmm. And I mean also Sabine in the Tie Fighter. If for the best cards, like if you're like, oh, I'm gonna launch a proton torpedo. It's like okay, um, the crit doesn't go like yeah, we're just gonna yeah. stuff yeah. off the crit. Yeah. And yeah. just her ability is with objectives is it's so good. Oh, for certain, it's yeah. so good. It is. It is a little bit ridiculous, but I think um, is Sabine Ren the best two point ship in the game. Uh, I was gonna say it's she probably is. Well, you, Stephen, you're a big BB eight fan. I mean, it's. Having, I mean, yeah, quite her, similar, like, yeah, actually, right? No, for certain. So, I mean, I think, I mean, her ability, um, I mean, her ability is quite strong. And, I mean, BB can also do a, a pre maneuver, um, but then it makes him really predictable in terms of where he's moving um, because mm-hmm. that's that's stressful for him. Um, yeah. Whereas for Sabine, it's just like, I'm uh, um, not stressed. And so you can boost your barrel and especially like as a turn, whatever you want. Right. right. Um, <laughs> And and I think it's also one of those things where like being able to take that bus car reinf- reinforced plating is mm-hmm. it makes it makes her all the like the less attractive to shoot at because mm-hmm. um, it could be like oh like I'm gonna roll my like my proton torpedo and it's just like yeah the crit doesn't go through um, yeah and, and it's like ah oh you have to be congratulations yeah. or yeah. maybe you only got one damage <laughs> go or you only got one damage yeah. you're just like yep sorry no no points for you so yeah. no and I mean they both certainly serve. I mean, a very similar role, but I think killing Sabine is, I mean, is a, t- is a touch bit harder. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think her at two points is, is, is really a steal. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I think, B- I mean, BB is certainly a super, 
is a super solid piece. Um, yeah. But if I had to pick one or the other, like I would, I would, I would definitely go with Sabine. Yeah, and she can literally stay in place. Like, yep. barrel yeah. right, hop, turn left. Yeah, <laughs> just like and that. Also with Sabine, I think she might be the only two pointer in the game that's not necessarily there just to fill out those two points. You actually might put her in the list before you finish the rest of your list. Yeah, I mean she is uh, she's a great blogger, a great mm-hmm. objective runner, um, and the consistency of a two dice gun, especially with like in reference to what you were talking about earlier, is that yeah. I mean two dice guns can can plink through, and she would certainly be capable of doing just just that, and especially in a list mm-hmm. when like I mean you really need to focus on either Han or Luke. And yep. so she can just be, I mean, a nuisance and be like, all right, well, like, thanks for forgetting about me. I'm going to continue to chip away. And especially yep. with, I mean, those two heavy hitters at the top and Keo having, I mean, um, Keo having the Procken and, and Wedge, I mean, um, just reducing your agility, it's, you know, like, it doesn't surprise me at all to see a list like this um, rising to the top and especially in the hands of a, of a really great player. Like, it's um, great yeah. player, great list. And like, well, here's mm-hmm. here's the final result. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And I mean, so I think, I mean, if we look at what, what other two pointers do we have, like in Empire, it is generic ties. It's just, I think that's it. Uh, then we have some C95s uh, down in the Republic land. Yeah. Um, which I think is, I mean, I mean that's... A, which I mean, is uh, clearly worse than yeah. Sabine. Um, and then I think the only real, then you have some, some, some vultures and things, but the, the only real argument that i could make is probably the iron assembler um who can like sit on a rock and heal him and his friends uh, mm-hmm. while shooting uh, you know missiles at you um, and, and that is that is also pretty good yeah, for certain yeah. although it's, even then though it's like if you really want like i mean an iron assembler can still get one shot it's like you can't regen if you're already dead that is uh, no. that is true so True. he does require he, he won't work in every services list well yeah. I mean he, you can put him in every services list but he really works best if there's other people with like calculations around him mm-hmm. um, oh, so I think it's uh, it's worth noting that uh, that Varsus here sort of won through except for his first game where he faced another Han Luke Wedge Sabine list but this guy had, instead of bringing Keo, he had brought uh, Boy Hal Okand. And uh, in the salvage mission, that uh, Y-Wing apparently put it over the top. Because it was, like, not that close. 1121. Uh, yeah. But otherwise, I mean, slightly different build. He didn't have Charber and Engine Upgrade, had opted for Trickshot on Han instead. And that, I think, actually, I think most people would do that. But I think mm-hmm. the White Boost might actually be really good for Han here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Wedge, he had opted for a Crackshot Marksmanship instead of Trickshot Marksmanship, which uh, uh, Barchers went with. There, I would personally, I would also have t- taken the Crackshot, I think. Um, that seems good, but mm-hmm. but if you can set up those trick shots, then that's 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 certainly money. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's just something in general. Like I mean, I've noticed over the last uh, 
few months, like more and more um, just Falcons in general, um, mm-hmm. that trick shot isn't always like a, isn't always an auto staple um, that like, I mean, I've seen, um, I've seen notorious on, on Falcons, which, which is all kinds of, uh, uh, all kinds of dirty. Um, yeah. and so it's, no, I think it's, I mean, not just saying like, oh, I have to commit like this, like this upgrade as a, as a must have that there's, um, multiple ways to load out your, load out your Falcons. And then I think it's also one of those things where, um, as an opponent, when you see a Falcon, you automatically think like, oh, it's going to have trick shot on it. And when it doesn't, then all of a sudden it's, uh, um, it definitely kind of adds that surprise. Like, hey, wait a minute. Like, that's, that's, that's not what I'm used to seeing. And so, um, flying against it, like, it definitely, you have to remember, like, oh, it's, it's not a trick shot Falcon. And especially, I mean, when you're setting up turn zeros to, to, to kind of keep that, keep that in mind. Because, uh, if not, then all of a sudden it's like you're, you're flying against me. Um, a different ship um, than, what, yeah. than what you were what you were expecting. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, in a little bit of a sort of uh, pick the letter, uh, what of the rest is interesting? I really have to go with uh, third in Swiss, uh, kicked out in top eight, uh, and uh, I know who hides behind Hiko one eighty six because that is no other than our um, than friend of the podcast uh, Cormac Higgins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the highest placed Republic list, the only one that made cut, and and uh, I'm not going to go through every upgrade here, but but just sort of uh, we have a, a custom click, we have our custom oddball in the V wing with a plasma torp, um, we have a kickback from Siege of Coruscant, we have a custom uh, contrail, no bombs, uh, one with the crack and R7A7. Uh, and then we have the two two-point C95s, Boost and Slider, both with Dedicated. Mm-hmm. And then to lead all of these lovely clones into battle, we have none other than Padme Amidala in the N1 mm-hmm. with Marksmanship, Passive Sensors, and Proton Torpedoes. Yeah. And, I mean, third and Swiss, I guess that means that he he did not lose until... No, he didn't lose. Looks like oh. uh, what five zero one one. So yeah, five lost in top eight. Yeah, yeah, but in Swiss he was uh, in Swiss he undefeated with five uh, wins in the draw. He, he intentionally drew uh, in um, in the last round, but um, otherwise he just you know ran over people. Well, well. Ran and ran. There's a nine six game and a ten eight game, and but I mean, what what what, what do you want to do? He has seven ships. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and, and, I think and his most expensive ship is four points. Being yeah. bad May. <laughs> being bad May. It's like four yeah. three pointers, two two pointers, and a four pointer. Yeah. No, and that's. I mean, I think that's an archetype <clears throat> that's gonna that's gonna stick around for for Republic. I know, like there was, mm-hmm. I mean, a good amount of. I mean. I mean, six six ship republic list at, at worlds and yep. um and I think the effectiveness of that I think is gonna is gonna spill over into um into into this current wave. So yeah, I think certainly the the six ship in 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 a lot of republics that used to be five ships has just come out of you know having those two point C's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once you bring both of them, then you very easily end up at seven. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Um, but this looks like a list that, you know, it doesn't, speaking before of like two dice guns. So Contrail, mm -hmm. it's a two dice gun with a, with a single crack shot. Yeah. Uh, Kickpack has uh, a Diamond Boron missile. But apart from that, he's a two dice gun. Mm -hmm. uh, Slider and Boost uh, just have two dice guns. Oddball has a Plasma Torpedo, but otherwise it's a two dice gun. Uh, Click is a two dice gun. Uh, and Padme has two charges, Proton Torpedo, and it's otherwise a two dice gun. So, um, I mean, clearly there's some viability. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I don't know. Um, he won narrowly uh, until he didn't. And when he didn't, he was. It was a close match. No, I think, I mean, I think a lot a of. Reasonably close match. Like he went into a chance engagement match against uh, the First Order. And uh, they just didn't want to give up points. I mean, I think Quickdraw would have had a field day in this if he decided to shoot Quickdraw. All the hoops. Like, that's just guns enough. Like, in this mm -hmm. Kylo, Quickdraw, Lehoos, Malaris, Midnight. Mm -hmm. um, to just punch. I, I, yeah, I mean, probably chance engagement is probably the worst scenario for this list. I would, yeah, I would say so because I mean, as as an like for for with all for, the, with all those half points coming up. Yep, yeah, and and also it's like there there's nothing there's no objectives for them to claim. No. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, they should do quite good in salvage. They should do quite good in assault with all those bases, mm -hmm. um, and and scrambles shouldn't be an issue, right? Mm -hmm. um, he's actually done only played scramble once. Um, yeah, was the last one scramble as well? No, some one of the one of the last top top four or, or final was scramble as well. Uh, but but as far as he got, he only played scramble once, and that was like his most clear victory like an 18 to 7. yeah i mean um, and when, when he played the chance engagement in the in swiss he was flying against bosk fenrau therok and lima so i would assume seven ships would just just annihilate bosk early yeah, on and lima yeah yeah because that's two you know one of the only things that you just yeah punch and you do one damage every time but it's fine mm -hmm. and also with and yep. also with seven seven ships fenrau right. and ultherok is not are not going to be in range one of all of them and they are going to take damage with that many guns pointing at them mm -hmm. especially if it's a range range two shot yeah exactly yeah two dice for range two mm -hmm. half mods and especially if like because fen and Ultherok are, are going to have to tear through things so they're gonna have to mm -hmm. spend their their mods offensively mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah. that then it becomes a little bit dangerous oh. and once they take damage then they can no longer spend their things offensively and then they don't do damage so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i think apart from that then my other thing is like not really a pick of the litter but more like a, a little notice like if we look over the rebel lists for we said four of them make cut we saw uh Bartos's list before but there's mm -hmm. something in common for the other three. Like, so here we have Timber Magnitude, uh, who also went undefeated on, on the Swiss, uh, but got kicked out in top eight, who has um, another rebel list here with both Fenrau and Bodica in the uh, mm -hmm. in the Fang. Mm -hmm. um, going further down, we have Utini, 
uh, Aiden Smith just barely made it into top eight. I think that's Louis. That's who? Yeah. Louis Long. Oh, right. That makes sense. That will make perfect sense. So he, flat, he flew a trick shot, Bistan Han Solo, boy Luke, but then instead of the, the, the three little ones, he had Bodica Wren. Then, mm-hmm. Bodica Ven. And, Ven, and yeah. uh, Hera and the A Wings. Mm-hmm. Which one tactics? Probably to put Bodica up to six. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is, would then be six, six, five. Six, six, Three, six, six, six five. And five. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bodica with clan turning and a shield upgrade. I actually like the shield upgrade here. Uh, yeah. So. The free level, the the three of the four rebel lists that didn't make cut all have at least one fang, and one of them have two. Uh, so rebel fangs, the most popular fang, um, that is weird. Mm-hmm. But it is. I don't know. I mean, I assume that if we if we scroll down to you know the first scum, which is probably very far down, where do we have scum? Come on, scum. Oh, there we go. It's 32nd place. Fen Rao, old T. Oh, that's the list we saw from before. Mm-hmm. Next one. Fen Rao, Joy Rickhoff. So, uh-huh. so Fangs are back, baby. That makes me happy. Oh, They're not doing very well. 44, uh-huh. Deep Fried Doorstop, Old Terra, Cat Solace, Joy Rickhoff. And then siding with the Sirisu and Seymour. Oh, this is... Oh. Well, Jan, are fangs really fangs if they're not flown by scum? No, no, but this is uh, th- these are scum fangs, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. But you said they are back, but I mean... And four lists... No, no, but they're also, they're they're also being point? played by, by, uh, by, uh, by scum, right? Yeah, so it's rebels and scum, so... Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. But the scum, scum fangs, because they are the real fangs. Yeah, three out of four yeah. scum players brought Fen Rao in the fang. Mm-hmm. Half of the scum players brought Joy Rekhoff. Mm-hmm. Half of them brought Old T. That's I it. see. That's it. Where, why did they? Why did they bring Joy Rekhoff when they could have brought Cat Solis? I don't understand. Uh, uh, we need to ask Philip Ponta about that. He was flying it, Joy Rekhoff. And dirt and pain and bosk and Fenro. Yeah, well. Anyway. Um okay. So I was trying to find someone flying uh cruiser back, but apparently no one is. Apparently um, no one is. But uh, I, I I think before we leave this that it would be a miss because despite us having talked through, you know, the top four and looked over the top eight and there's really like nothing here and also like no empire in cut at all. Mm-hmm. And we're like, where is that empire? But yeah. then all of a sudden the empire turns out to be really, really similar everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I and and I'm I was clearly on to something when when I put Lieutenant Lorier after the points adjustment uh, yes. in Denmark. But nobody's flying it with uh, sensitive controls and and uh, and trick shot like I do. No, and I think uh, I think that, that that could still turn out to be a good idea. Yeah, people are flying with targeting computer and lone wolf and stuff like that. 
I like the trick shot. I, I, I agree. I agree. But uh, the big trend here is uh, the bomber triplets. Mm -hmm. So Jonas, Reimer, and Tomax. Mm -hmm. Nice solid 10 points total. And the build they mostly agree on, all three have barrage rockets. Yeah, obviously. All three have saturation salvo. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jonas and Reimer, who can take it. Now, wait. Jonas and Tomax has bomb the generators. And Reimer has concussion bombs. He has a little bit more loadout, but he also only has one bomb slot. So, so we have these bombers that fly around in a tight, tight group because Reimer is only range out of one. But if they do that, and you're flying these 10 points in a block, like, I mean, what is this, 2.0? Um, and you shoot, you take your focus, because that's all you need, and you shoot your barrage rockets. Uh, everybody gets two rerolls from Jonas. And when they then hit, then they can use a charge on saturation salvo to make you reroll your defense dice. This is not as, I mean, they have, there's some restrictions. They have to pick two if there's two, even if they only really wanted to reroll one as one. But, yep. so they have sort of half an extra offensive mod, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but also, I mean, almost as importantly, they just prevent you from rerolling them. Like Boba sounds, I mean, I can hear him cry inside that little helmet already. Mm-hmm. Like, huh? You want to reroll? Huh? Huh? Yeah, just reroll. <laughs> Have fun. I may. I'm. I'm the one who decides when you reroll. Um, and it does cause a charge, but I mean, Barrasburg has like five, which you're probably not going to use in a typical game. Um, and then on top of all this, they have bombs. Yep. Um. So, and they are sort of consistently like here. We have a four in one list at 13. Watch a leader who paired these three with Fifth Brother, FCS Homing, and uh, Juno and a Black Squadron Ace. Juno, FCS Homing, Ruthless, and a Black Squadron Ace. Uh, mm -hmm. And note how these two with Homing, if they just happen to sort of slip into next to Jonas, then you are absolutely for sure just taking the damage and not rolling yeah. four dice. Because they would get to. Oh, for certain. Yeah, I mean, they would have rerolls anyway. They would just spend the mod if they have to. So it doesn't really matter. The next one here is Binksy, also for one, who paired the triplets there with the Seer and three Black Squadron Aces. So now you have three bombers, three regular TIE fighters, and a Reaper. Mm -hmm. So here the. I mean, what, what he did is essentially say, well, I have ships enough to put three of them in one block. And I'm mm -hmm. going to have a big punching block, but I can still, you know, take an objective over here and there. Uh, I can't fight for ground, but eh, it'll be fine. And then we have Cadbury, which is Connor Holmes uh, at 15th, also 4-0. Who uh, paired the triplets there with Boy Vader and Fifth Brother with FCS Homing? 
and it just goes on. Dale crafted. I think that is Dale Cromwell. I assume. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Could be another Dale. Uh, really wish they would fix this naming thing. Um, oh, I just built the list. He only has. No, he has all three of them. He has all three of them. Then he has Juno, Lurier, and Gideon Hask and the Tie Fighter. Mm -hmm. Weird clusters and ruthless and trick shot. Yeah. <laughs> That's just fun. Yeah, and he went Lone Wolf targeting computer on the rear. That is actually, I could see Lone Wolf on the rear. Hmm? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. But I like trick shot. Yeah. And then only down on twenty second place, we begin to see other Imperial builds, mm -hmm. uh, and then they turn up again. Like Boy Vader, Boy Vader, Fifth Brother, I think is like the obvious build, because Empire players have just been sort of tuned into, uh, oh, let's uh, whatever we do, let's let's start with a Vader. Right, it's not a bad way to go. It's not a bad way to go. Um, but but look, I mean, we just saw that the top, the, the three best Empire lists didn't even have a Vader. It didn't even have a Vader crew. Mm -hmm. There were no Vader. Yeah. No Vaders allowed. I don't know if it's right, but yeah. So I just built, just while we were thinking about this, a six-ship uh, Empire list. Can I guess? Yeah. So you took the three bombers, then you took uh, mm -hmm. uh, not Vader, but his boys, and then you mm -hmm. added the rear. Yep. <laughs> I know, McGisley. Yep. Yeah. Like, I've been my, thinking the same thing. No, I had uh, a friend of mine for that this past weekend. Um, yeah. And yeah, he went three, there was like three and two. So I think okay. it's, uh, there's, there, there's definitely something, there's definitely something there. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's uh, three Paras rockets. We have a three dice gun in Lorier, and we have a three dice gun in Backstepper and Muller. Yeah. So, I think uh, I mean that's a lot of firepower in a six ship list. Um, it is. I am. Um, I'm thinking that the guys who had success with this in in the UK Games Expo. Mm -hmm. they probably had quite a lot of reps with it. The question is, how many of their wins did they get because they played against somebody who was not fully prepared for that? Meaning that, like, that we have just seen these things before, that mm -hmm. once people learn to fly against them, mm -hmm. then they lose their edge. And I don't know if this is one of those cases, Yes. But I think but, it might because otherwise but, I, I find it really weird that none of them made it higher up. Yes, but with objectives uh, you become more predictable in your flying. Yeah, but I mean it's also a problem to you know essentially say these three ships must do the same thing and stay you know sure, stay sure. on top of each other, right? It's sure. there's no other. I mean, uh, if I put the uh, Boba or Defender Vader on the table, I am committing less points to fly together around, right? Sure. Um, 
And sure. it's also one of those things where it's like, I mean, do you really want to like fly right into, I mean, blow something that can drop a bomb and then also has, I mean, double, I mean, a double modded missile. Um, Cause that's, I mean, uh, I think that's a bit, that's a bit different than just like, Oh, well, like it's, it's a bomb carrier or it's a missile carrier. It's like, no, they can do both. Um, and, um, and I think, and especially for, I mean, for the two, three point bombers, yeah. Um, then, um, like if you're like, oh, I need, like, that's like, that's the easiest ship for me to kill. It's like, well, good job. You just got, you got yourself three points. Um, mm-hmm. and you still have, I mean, all the rest of these ships to, to, to be able to chew through. So no, I think, yeah. um, I think in the right hands, I, I, think, three you're, bombers, I think you killed Jonas, right? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, ju- he's not harder to kill than the rest of them. No, no. And he's one more point. It's true. And he turns and he makes the other ones like yeah. really manageable. Oh, for certain. No, because uh, I had a match against the three bombers and definitely went for um, definitely went for Jonas first. Um, mm-hmm. But um, no, I think it's you know, I think they're going to continue to be good because like there's you can put I mean, quality value around them, so it's not just like oh, it's up to the three bombers to 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 like to win matches. Because whether it's I mean Boy Vader or um, or fifth brother, or you just want to do it. I mean, throw a bunch. I mean, a bunch of Tie Fighters and um, and, a, and a three point interceptor. I mean, those are those are all really good options. And you have to like, um, yeah, you have like you have to find a way to, to mitigate all those things um, if you're going to be successful, or at least most of them. So, you know, I think uh, I think it's a, it's a solid this build. And um, I mean, first big tournament in the new meta. And I mean, five, six, and seven ship lists seem to to have done really quite well. So um, I don't think it's just going to be a Oh, a month later, it's like oh, we've got this figured out because I think there's there's a lot of layers to that to that list rather than just other three bombers that um, yeah that are that are double modded as long as Jonas is alive. Yeah, the crazy thing is you can take them all the way to an ship list. You can uh, fly the three bombers and uh, five academies. Yeah, yeah, eight bodies on the table. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's super enjoyable. But I mean, I th- uh, as uh, you know, a recovering. Um, uh, arc player in the Republic, I see them much as I see the arcs. They're like, well, I mean, if you want to, you can kill them. Mm-hmm. They're gonna shoot at you a lot while you try. Yeah. yeah, and not necessarily the thing that kills them, but they're gonna shoot at something. Um, and uh, and you will wear them down, and you will slowly accrue some points, but. But but how are you trading up or down when you're doing that, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I've been sort of thinking like, well, if I took three arcs and threw them into the face of these bombers, what would come out on top? And honestly, don't know. Yeah. But the three arcs are also twelve points, right? And and some say that they are too cheap. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But what I see with this list is maybe uh, either the boy brothers they they can take some of the heat of the bombers, or or the bombers take some of the heat of the boy brothers. Yeah, oh, for because, certain. I mean, you certainly I mean, don't want the boy brothers behind you. <laughs> I mean, which is why I, I mean, for Steven, I was flying boy Vader, uh, the boy brothers. Uh, pure Sabak and Norir, and mm-hmm. I put Sabak there just to try to take some of the heat off the brothers. Yeah, because 
Cursor Pack is a four to five dice gun. Mm -hmm. It's basically a procket in range one every time. Yeah, so, I, I actually think, Gisli, uh, that this list that you, you just get the three bombers, the, mm -hmm. two, the two boys, and, mm -hmm. uh, and the rear is mm -hmm. interesting. And it's also like if you are as, as flying against that list, if you are a yeah. truly surgical player mm -hmm. and you can really plan well mm -hmm. and execute, mm -hmm. then you can go in and you can pop Jonas and you can pop one of the two boys. Mm -hmm. And then the firepower just of the no, entire list nothing. just... Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, but that is not an easy thing to do at all. No. Because there's all these mad people who still have their mods and extra dices yeah. who are shooting mm -hmm. at you while you're trying. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then most of you have only gotten eight points for what was likely, I mean, a lot of work. Um, mm -hmm. Is that is that going to be enough? Mm-hmm. But but I mean that is essentially imperial beef. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. That's what this is. I mean, we haven't actually seen really imperial beef before, like in, in the traditional sense. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if these boy brothers really qualify on the rear for that matter, but the bombers certainly do. Well, I would. I mean, with uh, three agility and four health, it's quite beefy, though. <laughs> yeah, it is, and then it, there is like new kinds of beef, um, mm -hmm. and I agree that I mean even like you could argue that uh, what Nicholas won the world championship with was beef, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, because it certainly it 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 did not die and easily, mm -hmm. and it put out a lot of damage. So mm -hmm. if you just look at the outcomes, then it's beef. <laughs> yeah, on the stats, it's like oh, but they don't have that much health. They have a lot of agility, so yeah, maybe it's mm -hmm. not beef. They are high initiative mm -hmm. also. Eh. Mm. That's just mm -hmm. a bonus. Good bonus. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Speaking of Nicholas God, yep. then there has also, in the land of Sweden, been a mm -hmm. Team Kool-Aid store championship. Yes. Uh, and all the, uh, the earls and kings and gods and whatever title we've given them over the years. Uh, a lot of them were present. Uh, they're unfortunately not all here on this fortress. Like, we know that uh, Andreas Carlsen was there. Um, Tobias Lean was there, but had decided not to upload his list into um, uh, Longshanks, but they used. Um, shame, shame. Shame, shame, shame. Um, However, I must say, uh, despite having this long shanks for this earlier, that at least it exports real names, which is uh, mighty useful. Um, but mm -hmm. I don't want to go over all of this. Uh, I think we would just do like uh, like top two. I, I I see why Johan's list doesn't appear in in, no, in PBM. Oh yes, okay, okay, because he handpicked his list and he didn't use a XWS. Well, apparently it managed to maybe maybe somebody edited manually on this post or something. Mm, okay, okay. But I'm I'm thinking we'll just do uh, do do top two. Uh, there were mm -hmm. there were eleven players. Andreas was a scrub and ended up like in the middle of the field. Well, not even like eight. Uh, mm. uh, <laughs> this is like really. I mean. There's none of these people I want to play against. Not if I wanted to win, at least. 
No, I mean, I've played against Nicolas. I've played against Johan. I've played against Tobias. I've played against Andreas. Yeah. <laughs> All of them are, are phenomenal players. Yeah, it was a very, <laughs> very, very skilled room. Yeah. So It's like world-class players in an 11-people tournament. <laughs> yeah, like, ah. exactly. So uh, let's just do top two. Uh so uh, uh Stephen, do you wanna do you wanna read or do you wanna read this list? Do you want me to do the name? Are you confident in the name? Let's do your best Brian Farmer impression in reading that name. Alright, here we go. So we're gonna go with uh is it uh Rowan Gothberg? I think Roin, maybe. I don't even know. Roin Swedish. So <laughs> um so yeah, they uh, it, it, um Imperial it, it, it might yeah, it might be Youthberg. Youthberg. Something like that. I mean, knowing, I mean, Jutteborg, it's like, Jutteborg, yeah. I don't know. So, he was flying an Imperialist. So, looks like five ships in total. So, he had Suntir Fell in the TIE Interceptor with Predator, Crackshot, and Targeting Computer. So, the uh, the boy tie fighters and backstabber and mauler. Um, Iden in the the tile end with iron cannon, um, dead eye shot and marksmanship. Full point Iden. Yep, four point Top Iden. two in this um, crap. And then Gideon Hask in the tie interceptor. Um, so four points with uh, predator and crack shot. Um, I mean. Yeah, that's I mean that's a lot of glass cannons. Like, and I'm not mm-hmm. seeing a not seeing a single shield upgrade in the um, in the lot there. So um, nope. no shield tokens required. Um, and you know, I mean that that's definitely the type of list that I mean um, I mean you're on pins and needles all day long. Yeah, um, there yeah. are 13 health in these yes. five ships. Yes, oh, that must be more. Um, eight, oh, six, nope. 14, 17 Three. health. So, um, yes, yeah. So seventeen health total with with not a shield amongst them. So, um, and you know, I think it's it's one of those things where um, I think in the in the right hands that I mean, Suntir can can be really deadly. And so clearly, this was this was the right set of hands. Um, and you know, that's uh, I mean, definitely definitely really impressive. And then um, like if you're only lost on the day is to the um, the defending world champion. Um, that's that's a pretty good day in the that's a pretty good day in the office. Yeah. Um, we don't have thought. all the games because we don't have the games for the the, the people who didn't have uh, uh, his lists. But yeah. So it looks like he lost to his only losses on the like um, at the tournament were to Nicholas, both in Swiss, and then um, we're assuming that they just didn't put it in the scoring. Yes, because Nicholas cannot have done another final that ended in a draw. <laughs> or maybe they put it in as a draw for technical reasons because Nicholas already has his world invite, but that means that Ryan has his now. Yeah. I just want to yeah, call yeah, yeah. out perhaps the the only real ace player in Scandinavia who is still trying. Uh because look at this. Like five five six five five four four. Uh it's fragile, it's glass cannony, it's a lot of maneuverability, and I just want to remind everybody that in 
in Nordics, where he also made top eight. And I think an invite rush rolled down to him, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, it was close, at least. He flew Vader Defender, Shun Tiafel, and Sienna Re. Mm. Uh, in, again, in a pretty competitive tournament, and he flew it into the cut. Mm-hmm. Um, Which three ships and one of those being, like one of those being Sunchi, yeah, that's... Uh, um... Yeah, I mean, both Sunchi and Sienna did have a shield upgrade, right? So yeah. he did have, like, a, a grand total of 15 health. Um, <laughs> on those three <laughs> ships but I mean this is a, a point in time where he he like uh, rolled around um, you know six and seven ship imperialists with this mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. really really solid and it's always been like uh, like all his his games here on record are you know empire things yeah. typically fragile AC things yeah. So, um, so do you want to do this I, I, unknown winner, man? Yeah, I'm just wondering one thing because he he got a buy in first round, but it says here he got 18 points out of that buy. Who got a buy in first round? Oh, I think that's oh, the I think that's the the standard amount. If you get a buy, you get you get 18 victory points. Oh, you get you do mm-hmm. okay. Oh, because you're okay. looking in you're actually looking in long shanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought I thought it was fifteen, but okay. I'm learning something new here. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Nicholas, he was flying. Let me see. Open it up. He was flying uh, Tomax brand. No, sorry. What am I doing here? I don't know. Um, he was flying uh, Tyler Ran in the Tide Whisper with enhanced jamming suite. Instinctive Aim, Mag Pulse, Warhead, Predator, and Pattern Analyzer. And then Blackout with Trickshot, Biohex Crypt Codes, and Plasma Torpedoes. Uh, Lieutenant Lehues uh, with uh, the Gunner title Proud Petition and Pattern Analyzer. Commander Malarist with Mag Pulse, Warheads, and DT798 with Ethereum Power Cells. Yes. Yes. So, Manners and DT did not go down. Uh, the three others did. Uh, but what is this? This is like five, 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 four? Yes. <laughs> Initiative wise. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming that the biohexacrypt copes on Blackout is. Uh, is a job upgrade because there was an empty slot and he did not want to fill it with uh, what is that other one point tech option the um, uh, automated firing thingy yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. automated want... target priority yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want to put that on your blackout oh, no nope. so. <laughs> um, so yeah how about that mm-hmm. but yeah blackout cannot jam or coordinate so so those biohex script codes didn't do anything. Do we nice need to, to shame him? Them. Do we need to shame Nicholas though? Not flying scum. No. No, he's the first <laughs> order player now, haven't you heard? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 
I think these are really, really solid ships. Um, it's interesting to see him like it's it's like a a quality version of his world's list. Um, getting into five pointers there, mm-hmm. um, which used to be what one one four pointer and two three pointers uh, and two three pointers right for those mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. points. And the Hughes coming down to to four points, I think, is um, like. You're getting really good value for the Hughes yeah. of four. Let's just say that yeah. I put backdrafts on the bench. Uh, yes. Yeah. In this list, right? Um, <laughs> and I mean, there were a lot of first order lists that where we saw that five point silence or uh, before the points are great, but back then it was like mm-hmm. Avenger or whatever. Yeah, right? And now it's mm-hmm. freaking blackout. Or you can pop yeah. Kylo in a whisper. Um, yeah. That is a lot of good value for five points. Um, Absolutely. No, first order continues to have. I mean, quality options up and I mean up and down the roster at three, three, four, and five points. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah, I think I'm gonna need to buy more first order stuff because I mean, you just I'm need an to imperial. find your free type bombers and then no. I mean, I and your flying I, rebels. It'll be fine. I I built that list, but oh man, it doesn't sound fun though flying it. <laughs> It's just no. not my style. Not yeah. my style. I think I could fly like those whispers and and, and silencers. It's on yeah. I have confidence in you, in, in you, uh, Geasley. Yeah. I mean, I I, I know my tie interceptors, so silencers should be easy. Right. I mean, you need you need you need that bullseye on the silencers. Those bullseye, not in the silencer. You need that. Oh, the, the silencer. Sorry, I was listening about the whisper. Yeah, the yeah, silencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's like. Oh, what do you mean? This interceptor has more hull and shields. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. For one extra point, it gets twice the health. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, literally, compare like a uh, blackout to the rear. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what do we get for this one point? Oh, it's two. Well, Lurier is three points. Lurier is three points. Okay, yeah, fair black, enough. Black but again, we get twice the haul. We got a pair of torpedoes. Yep. Uh, we get the trick shot we want. And Lurier is a I four. There is an I three. So I3. And the two like and then and two initiative. Yeah. Two initiative. Yeah. I, yeah. It is yeah. two points, but but most of the interceptors are, are four. So. The right mm-hmm. comparison is like actually to Sincere Fell. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want Blackout? Do you want Sincere Fell? I think. I, mean, I, mean, I can't fly. I mean, I can't fly Sincere particularly well, so I, I would take Blackout in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, sure. I, I, I know how to fly Sincere, but oh boy, it's hard to. When there's no half points involved. <sighs> I probably would just bring blackout instead. Yeah, and I mean a six health free die, uh, free agility ship. Yeah, that will shoot you hard in the face. Yeah, that sounds, absolutely. That sounds great. Yep. And yeah. blackout, he shoots like uh, so hard when yeah. he, he when he gets this trick shot thing yeah, breaking. 
It's all over it's, then. It's oh, it's horrible. It's just like yeah, I get one extra die, and yeah, you yeah, get I one was, less. I was playing against Premar uh, here in Iceland. He he one shot it, Vader with blackout. I I, I used the uh, afterburners on Vader just to get around the rock. I thought I had him. Like at range one, not through the rock, but it just clipped the rock. Oh. So range one shot from from blackout into Vader, and Vader black blanked out and everything. It so was that like, made oh. yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Step in the chat here says, "Well, you guys know how well I fly some TFL." <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, I forward boost and not in bullseye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Full, okay, use all the things and not get the token. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think uh, I think we should uh, think about finishing off. Yep. Um, we have a we have a long day um, in front of us tomorrow here and. Mm -hmm. X-Wing tomorrow night. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so shout outs for me to uh, to all those coming to that. And then uh, more X-Wing. Oh. Gonna, we're going to have to go to a five-round store championship because we actually have quite a decent turnout. Oh, I uh, wish I was there. I so, wish I was there. Yeah, you could be here getting beaten by Danes. That is that would be wonderful. Um, next time, I'll have to time your, your visit better. Um so yeah, shout out to everybody in the tournament, especially uh, uh, Jakob and Torbjorn and all those others involved in, in arranging mm -hmm. it and having procured the kit. Um, that is, that's that's really nice. Uh, it is part of a bigger series, sort of the, the battle for Denmark, where we have a tournament every quarter in different places around the country. So um, so I hope to uh, to improve my standings a little bit. Um, if not went. Will not go that well last time. So uh, you'll do better this time. I will magically do better. Uh, so uh, yeah. So I guess that me and oh no wait. Uh, also shout out to Nobby. Nobby um, for um, for all the things and and Nobby. I'm sorry. The last two weeks you have been getting early out of bed on a Friday morning for you, ready to listen to us, and we just weren't there. We. Uh, we disappointed you, and then on the first week we're like, "Ah, oh, you're here in the wrong week." And then on the next week, we decided to just not record. And um, and he, you know, here we are. And I even brought Stephen for you, but where are you? So, oh, there you are. <laughs> Nobby just, just wrote me on Discord. He's like, "Bah, okay, Nobby, <laughs> Nobby, don't listen to Jan. You're the best. You are now live." Oh. No. Okay. Right. Nobby, you will have to you'll have to get into the slip into our VODs and uh and enjoy um all the things. I can see he hasn't connected yet. But anyway, big shout out to Nobby. Yep, big shout out. So um, um Steven? Steven, yep. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. This was uh this is definitely uh this was definitely a slice, so um, I hope, hope, uh, hope we can connect again soon. Absolutely. That's it. 
No more shoutouts? Any particular people you want to shout out, Stephen? Um, shout outs to America, to um, so my friends at Dungeon Cat Game, um, Gaming in uh, Glen Ellen, Illinois. Um, That's a great store. It is a wonderful store. Um, my uh, shout out to my friends at Fair Games in Downers Grove. Um, and then um, shout outs to uh, a couple of squadrons down in the, the DC metro area. So, um, Labyrinth, uh, Labyrinth Squadron, and uh, the Curio Crew, um, and yeah, I think it, off the top of my head, that that's about it. But no, it's yeah. uh, um, yeah, you all are amazing and love love your podcast. So keep keep doing uh, keep doing all the great work and um, no. and uh, yeah, the Nobby, um, yeah, as you said, Nobby like Nobby's amazing. So um, yeah, it's always uh, um, always a pleasure to to, to connect. Um, even when we're half half a world away. Great. Pepe wants to shout out Elton John and Bernie Tobin and Nobby for kicking his ass. Just <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Uh, to uh, to make matters worse, I'm just chatting with Nobby here. He is just about to join. Uh, little does he know that uh, he's begging coffee now, and then he will be here. But by that time, we will have locked off. Uh, and we're very sorry about that, Nobby. Um, anyway, uh, Geesley. Yep. I want to, first and foremost, I want to shout out uh, to the pink guys that we met in Denmark. It was really nice seeing you. Getting like a face to the names. And just warm hugs, warm hugs. Old and then I want to shout out uh, to the guys at Nexus. Uh, we are slowly uh, getting larger again, just small piece by piece, time by time. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good thing. Hopefully I will have enough to have a small little tournament in the summer or in ne- next fall. I at least have a lot of, lot of tournament stuff, swag I need to give away. You know what? If you magically uh, uh, get a kit, I mm-hmm. will uh, make it my personal mission to get enough people to go to Iceland. We'll snipe it for you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know you can count on me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. I mean, yep. last time you had a uh, had a world's invite that was being sort of auctioned off in Iceland, then uh, it went to the yeah. Irish guy, right? So I mean, what yeah. But I, I mean. He, he, he tried. It was his second try after that's landing. A, that's true. After, after that, after go after going seventeenth place with yeah. a buy. <laughs> no, yeah, that's rough. It, uh, what, was that uh, actually a cut to sixteen? No. Oh, that would have been even it was, better. It was, it was seventeen cut, out of seventeen. Yeah, I think it was cut to four or something. Like yeah. Anyway, yeah. very good. Yep, um, and and for a I want to shout out Jesper. That's just we have to do it. Oh yeah, that oh it. that we almost we lost the bullet uh, right there. That's good. That's good. We cannot not no. shout out Jesper. Nope, absolutely not. Okay, and then we should shout out Aid, I guess. Yeah, hope he's having fun in Portugal with yeah. his family. And it uh, now you can no longer pull the uh, I'm the only one who's done all the episodes card. Love yeah. you, man. <laughs> yeah 
Who am I kidding? He's not going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was not here. He it didn't happen as far as he's concerned. No. Um, <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, I know. Goodbye, Navi. Goodbye, everyone.